Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen, this is the first Waking Up with the Prophet episode of 2023. Good morning, everybody. I hope you start your morning off fantastic. Listen, we're going to go ahead and cut into our first song of the day. Y'all know how we get it started off. Go ahead, ping somebody in the room, share the room, share the clubhouse, share the podcast. Go ahead and let somebody know. Prophet online, there's a new episode, something like that, whatever the case may be. And we're going to come back right on to you after this song. All right, let's go. Come on, can you lift up your voice? Come on, lift up your voices. Father, I trust you. Father, I trust you. Father, I trust you. Always. And Father, I need you. Can't do life without you. Father, I need you always. Who has that testimony in the room? Sing it with us, Father. Father, I trust you. Father, Father, I trust you. You got it, Father. Father, I trust you. Somebody say always. And sing, Father, I need you. Father, I need you. Can't do life. Can't do life without you. You got it. Father. Father, I need you. Somebody say, always. Hallelujah. The next part is just going to ask him to heal us. Say, Father, please heal me. Father, please heal me. Anybody need healing? Father, Father, please heal me. Come on, somebody in the hospital room, make this your prayer. Father, please heal me. Always. Come on, sing, Father. Father, please heal me. And ask him, and bring me the victory. Hey. Sing, Father. Hey. Father, 
for some reason it's not working. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and pause right there. Listen, do me a favor. It, it's the first. It's the first waking up with the prophet episode of the year. So I'm excited about everything that's getting ready to happen. Everything that's we we finna get ready to talk about. All the other good stuff. Y'all know how it is. But we finna kick it in the prayer real quick. Y'all know how I am. But I'm going to kick it in the prayer right after this song. Do me one favor. Let's go ahead, ping some people in the room. Let's share the room. Let's all this other stuff. And then we're going to kick it in prayer right, 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 right after this next song. All right? All right, let's go. Let's get it started. What's some new year? Mama Lea, let's go. You're too big for error. You're too wise for mistake. You are a mighty God, perfect in all your ways. You were here before my first breath, and you'll be here when nothing else. You are a mighty God, forever and always. Say you're too big hey, forever. You're too wise for mistakes. You are mighty, perfect in all your ways. Hey, you were here before my face, and you'll be here, God. When nothing else is left, you are, you are ever and always. Of my flaws, and you hold me close. Hey, in the midst of it all, God, you're a present help when I am in need. Hey, and so I'm grateful that you won't give up. It's why, cause you love me. Oh, <laughs> 
We gotta pray, hallelujah! I feel prayer in the atmosphere. That's why I had to pray one more song. Uh uh-uh. uh, we're gonna stop right there and pray one more time. All right, y'all ready? Good morning. All right, hold on, I gotta calm down. I was excited because that song had getting, got me excited. That's why I love eight o'clock. But let's go ahead and tap into prayer. Y'all know how I am each and every day. We start our day off with a little gospel, with a little prayer, you know what I'm saying, with a little Jesus, all that good stuff. Because I believe in starting your day off the right way. You may have some aggravations, irritations, and all that frustrations, but guess what? When you start your day off with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, with a little Holy Ghost, all things tend to work together for your good. With that being said, let's go ahead and tap into prayer, and then we coming right, right back. Is that all right? All right, let's go. God, we thank you. God, we thank you right now, God, just for waking us up this morning. God, we thank you, God, for this first Tuesday of the year. God, we thank you, God, for allowing us to see 2024. Father, even as we come into this space, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for the new grace that you have given us, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for purpose. God, we thank you, oh God, for protection, providing. So God, we thank you for your provision. God, we thank you, oh God, just for all that you are. God, all that you've done, all that you didn't allow to happen. God, we thank you for it right now, God. We take this moment to reverence you, to appreciate you, to give you our glory our glory, our honor, and our gratitude. Father, everything that you have bestowed upon us, God, we honor it back unto you because you are worthy of it. And Father, we thank you that even as we slept in slumber, you continue to be the great God that you are. Father, even as we go into this day before we ask for anything, God, we just want to show our love to you. God, we even want to take a moment to ask for forgiveness and apologize for anything that we may have done to hurt or harm or offend you, you or your people. Father, any person that's connected to us, oh God, we ask that you are creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit, that we may worship you in spirit and in truth, that even our connection, oh God, will be glorified through you. Our conversation will be glorified through you. Father, even as we go forth, oh God, on this day and prayer, God, we ask that you will cover our week, cover our month, cover our year, God. As you have birthed up into a new year, God, we understand that this is the same season, but God, we ask that you'll even be a blessing in this season. Continue to change, oh God, us. God, continue to change us even as we go forth. Thank you, Google. God, continue to change us as we go forth into this year. God, protect us, bless us, keep us, heal us, deliver us, set us free. God, cover this space, cover this room. Even as we come in here to listen, laugh, and learn, God, we ask that you will have your way in here. Throw your weight around, God. Father, you be in this space. God, open our heart, open our ears, open our eyes, open our mind. And Father, let us continue to be in your will. Yes, Lord. And Father, we thank you. Because as I pray, I believe by faith that it is so. As we pray right now, no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We decree and declare 
that all things are working together for our good. We are healed, we are saved, we are set free. We speak by faith, jobs and better jobs, raises, sales, bonuses, commissions, contracts, clients, customers. We speak by faith, sales, deals, settlements are coming to us now. And we thank you. Because as we speak, we believe by faith that it is so. Now do me a favor. Can you give God a hand clap of praise? Wherever you are, even if you got to do it silently in your head, even if you got to do some snaps, just give God a hand clap of praise. God, we thank you. I hope you started your community, your, your, your day off right with the right community, with the right people, the right conversation. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home for work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called out work today, whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, conversation, inspiration, mindset, attitude, all that good stuff. So with that being said, listen, I'm going to go ahead and cut it to one more song so we can get to the scripture of the day. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know, go ahead and ping some people in the room. I see my, my see the listeners is here. The people who be on on the stage and be ready to talk, don't be coming to see, they, they think they're superstars, we're gonna have to break that spirit, my man, in 2024, the superstar spirit, <laughs> but no, 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 I'm just joking, let me go ahead and cut to our next song, we gonna get to the scripture of the day, and then we gonna get ready to check in, new man, baby, go ahead and pick the room, <laughs> go ahead and pick some people in the room, shut the room, and then we'll be right, right back, amen, amen, let's go, <laughs> that superstar spirit, <laughs> Lord is my shepherd, everybody. Lord is my shepherd. He goes before me. He goes before me. Defender behind me. Defender behind me. I won't fear. I won't. Filled with anointing. I'm filled with anointing. Thank you, Jesus. My cup's overflowing. My cup's overflowing. No weapon can harm me. No weapon can harm me. Jesus. I won't fail. Thank you, Lord. Stars my soul. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'll be having to get real back in real quick, like real be back in. I'll be forgetting I'm the host. Um, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet. I, I was about to start crying, but I'm gonna <clears throat> get myself together. Good morning, good <clears throat> Whew, yes, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yes, God. <laughs> Lord, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, so working out, maybe you called off work today, maybe you don't got no job, maybe you always on the clock, whatever the case may be, we still trying to make sure you start your day off the right way with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little scripture, with a little Jesus, all that right stuff, because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, it tends to go a little bit better. I'm not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs, bumps and bruises, aggravation, irritation, and frustration, because people going to people and life going to life. But trust me, if you let God be God, guess what? All things tend to work together for your good. With that being said, that's why my, my praise be so excited. They be like, Prophet, why you don't go live no more doing, doing the 8 o'clock hour? I be like, hold on, it's two things. One, Facebook try to censor me because I be playing other people's music. And two, my praise is ugly. That's why I be telling people, like, y'all know I work for churches and stuff. I be telling them, y'all got to cut the praise and worship because people have ugly praises and i got an ugly praise why because i had an ugly life and when god brought me through trust me my praise looked like it i'm talking about it, it literally it looked like god brought me through some i'm telling you in jesus name but listen let's get to the scripture of the day <laughs> i can't help but to laugh at myself jesus christ because my praise is literally ugly but it, you know, it looked like what god brought me through in jesus name they'd be like you don't look like what you've been through but my praise do <laughs> The scripture of the day today comes from Psalms, Psalms 90, yeah, Psalms 90, I was going to say Psalms 91, um, I believe it comes from Psalms 90, um, yeah, Psalms 90, uh, we're going to start at the 12th verse, and this is from the New International Version, brought to you by BibleGateway.com, Psalms 90, 12th verse, New International, yeah, yeah, New International Version, BibleGateway.com, it reads, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I'm going to stop right there. That's all it's saying. That's all it's saying. That's literally just all it's saying. It says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I'm going to stop right there. And yeah, I know all year last year and all the other stuff I tell you each and every day. You know we in the new year, I'ma still tell you the same thing. I may not be anybody senior pastor, doctor, theologian, or expert, but I do believe I am God's prophet of God. And as we gather here today on our first day of waking up with the prophet, I want to release this word unto you. Number your days. Number your days. The Bible lets us know that we may number our days, that we may have a heart of wisdom, meaning that as we number our days, we gain knowledge. We gain opportunities. We gain wealth. We gain all these things. But also take heart of the wisdom that you gain each and every day. 
because no man, no woman, no nobody's promised the next day. And as we come into this new year, I want us to continue to think of that. When the Bible says number those days, it means actually count them, value it, understand that it's really something. It like it's really, um, how do I express it? It's really an honor to be in 2024. You should be grateful. And that's what the Bible is telling us. When it says, teach us to number our days, teach us to value that which we have. Teach us to number those days. Count those days that we are, that we'll gain the knowledge and the wisdom that God wants us to have. Because some people perish for a lack of knowledge, for a lack of wisdom. Some people are dying out there because they're not careful, because they're not cautious, because they don't care, because they do everything that they want to do and how to. But here it is. You're in 2024, and God has blessed you to be here. So value that, number that. Allow wisdom to take over your heart, your mind, and your spirit and understand that you are only here because of the mercy and the grace of God. On the second day of the year, because I rested yesterday and I hope you did too. Well, on the second day of the year, I want you to understand that God has allowed you to be in 2024 for a reason, a purpose, and the, and, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, everything else that he wants in your life. But take joy of that. Count that. Number that day. Remember that. I don't know about y'all, but I got journals. I got journals, like, for days. And every year, I write, hey, 2024, what I'm doing today, what song in my spirit, I, I, I count my days. Because you never know when you'll be in a hospital bed. And all you have is memories. So count this day. Number this day that you may gain hearts of wisdom. All right, I'm going to stop right there because y'all know I ain't nobody's preacher, doctor, theologian, expert, like I say, and all the other good stuff. I'm just, you know, chilling, baby prophet, but I dare want to give you that word. We finna cut to our next song, and then we finna come back to check in. So the time now is 845. I don't know if you pinged the room, shared the room, and all the other good stuff, but if you haven't already, go ahead and do it one more time real quick. We finna cut to a song, and then we finna come, come right, 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 right on back. All right? All right, bet, bet, bet. Let's go. Your name 
Yeah, it's supposed to be sunny, but a little cloudy, but it's going to be cold. So, yeah, and it's a Tuesday. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to sit in the house and continue to do what God has called me to do, and that's continue to plan my gear out. Um, it's the second day of 2024, and listen, I took all day to rest yesterday. I did a little bit of work, then my family snatched me up, and then came back home and went to sleep. Listen, when I tell you, I'm I, 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 the first day, I took a day to just chill. So, hey, it is what it is. But, hey, it's a leap year, so I'm going to get that day back. But only that day. So, that's the only day I can do that. But, hey, it is what it is. I don't know about y'all, but I'm at, like, you know, just a good good vibe. Because I'm thankful that I'm here. You know what I'm saying? What what the man say on TikTok, one of them TikTok songs? He said, millions didn't make it. He was on um um Sunday's Best. He said, millions didn't make it. But I was one of the ones that did. So, I'm thankful that God allowed me to be here this year. Um... Yeah, I think that's about it. That's my breakfast. That's how I'm starting my day. That's my weather. If you haven't already, go ahead and pull to refresh. You know what I'm saying? See where you are on the stage. Go ahead and share the room. Ping some people in the room. We're going to have to pray about the superstar spirit. Because I've been trying to tell people that it don't be... <laughs> Y'all just gonna have to show up on time because all these people being here just hanging out with us and chilling, and then all the superstars want to come in when they want to come in like they be our same. Mama Lynn, you gonna have to get them together because you the mama of the room, and we ain't gonna do this in twenty twenty four. So hey, it is what it is. <laughs> they gonna be like, "Prophet, shut up." I'm like, "Okay, well, Mama Lynn, Prophet, shut up." See, see. <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Carlos, for being here. But listen, go ahead. Peace to people in the room. Go ahead and share the room. Let them know that we live, we living, and we in color in 2024. And let's go ahead and get this um check-in started. And I'm going to stop this music because it kind of sounds depressing. Mama Lynn, it's on you. do 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 Them grown folk. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. It is good to be in the land of the living. Ah, yes, Lord. The land of the living. I am so thankful and so grateful and so excited about the new year. Uh, As you can tell, I am on a five. I just fixed me a cup of coffee. I got me some. Here at work, they done put these Starbucks machines in here. I'm not a Starbucks fan, y'all. I'm really not. Just give me some regular old, good old Maxwell House coffee and leave me alone. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm going over here and get me some of these rich folks coffee. <laughs> these rich folks coffee. And it's free. Uh, other than that, I think, what is the weather here? The weather here in the beautiful city of Cincinnati is 34 degrees. Feels like 28, well, a high of 41. Uh, I am hungry today. I'm probably going to dart over to the cafeteria and get me a muffin or something. But uh, other than that, I am good. I am good. I am good. And like I said, do grown folks. They be on time to work, and they be on time to church, I hope. No, they'll be on time to church either. <laughs> <laughs> I can already I tell. I was trying, I was trying, I was trying. <laughs> I can but, uh, tell. Hey. They'll, be on church. they'll be on time to church unless they preaching. Well, no, they ain't even true. I'm talking. I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. Okay, Nick, I had your song on. Repeat, and I'm going to leave it at that. 
I can't wait to hear the rest of the conversation. Uh, me and my daughter did have a good New Year's. Uh, it was funny. Talked to my son. I listened to his um, sermon on Facebook because he did uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, he had uh, to preach with somebody, right? Yeah, for Latter Rain. That was good. And then we talked on the phone while he was on his way and his girls were on their way to watch not service. And I told him I will probably sleep by midnight. <laughs> New Year. I went and in my daughter's room, so her happy New Year got in the bed. I call myself watching the New Year's Eve thing, but But you fell asleep. <laughs> Yeah, she said it didn't work. <laughs> Mama Lynn, what happened? What you mean it didn't work? I was sleep probably just in the first five minutes. It was not long. I went to sleep on what was that guy name? That somebody, big somebody, white guy. Country, he won the country music award or, or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to check him out. And, uh, you know, he had different little people up with him, and I went to sleep on that. That's what he didn't give me. And I noticed uh, that morning that Micah had called me at 1230. I said, boy, I told you I was going to be asleep. (laughs) At that time, when I seen that, that was 30 in the morning. It was time to get up. So, yep, that was my New Year's Eve. Uh, don't do I don't do crowds. Uh, I I love to go to watch night service, but uh, any church we would have had to go to would have been far away. Mm, okay. That's okay. I don't wanna do all that driving late at night. Yeah. That's that's not it. Then I wake up to the news and where we used to live at a young lady who was shot and killed. It was only 18 years old by 18-year-old male. Oh, wow. Then they found another young man. He was 17-year-old. My daughter said another young girl, they think she committed suicide, and she was 17 years old. We got to pray for our young people. Yes, yes, Um, definitely. We got to go get them and pray for them and figure this out. They're taking each other out and themselves out at such a young age. And it is so scary. So, uh, yep. Other than that, I had a good New Year's Eve, cooked a little food, ate, and even shared. So, yep, that's the way it is. Amen. Happy New Year, Mama Lynn. Hey, man, shout out to the mother of the church. Shout out to the mother of the church. Hold on, I was trying to get my air horn, but you know what I'm saying? That music, there you go. There you go. I, don't, I ain't know how to do it, but yeah, it was working. But yeah, because you sound like you enjoyed your New Year's. You brought it in the right way. You know what I'm saying? I just need to come and get me a plate. 
Listen, I don't know how we're going to plan it. But for one of these, like, meetups that we do this year, because all of us supposed to be connected, one day somebody got to cook. Like, everybody got to cook. I'm going to tell Pastor Charles, I'm going to be like, listen, we got to all just cook. I don't know if we're going to have a potluck or what. But I got to, like, everybody got to at least cook something so I can taste the food. Because I be kind of jealous when y'all be saying y'all be cooking stuff and I be seeing it and then can't have none. So, yeah. But I bet you had a good New Year's, Mama Man. That's what's up. I ain't going to tell you. Listen. I brought my New Year's kind of, kind of at work, but I was kind of turned up. But yeah, just know we we brought it in fun. I was um actually booked at a venue called Eleven Forty Five here in Atlanta, and yeah, it was it was it was a real fun event. I was booked for Duce, Amen. And let's just know. Where I'm praising the New Year's, brought my New Year's in right. Amen. But listen, and speaking of bringing New Year's in, we're going to talk about it in just a second because everybody flooded my inbox of this video of William, William Murphy swag surfing for New Year's. Like, it's supposed to, like, make me feel some type of way. Or, like, it's supposed to, like, why is it, like, listen, I don't know if y'all heard me prophesy what's going to happen this year. But listen, I done already told y'all what this is going to be a year of. And this is even evidence of it like this is like what do y'all what do y'all like what are we upset about but it is what it is it is what it is we're gonna talk about it in just a second i see carlos in the room uh, well correction i see k nick in the room um if y'all ain't winning got k nick music make sure you go to um a spotify make sure you go to youtube make nah, sure you go to apple, apple you, purchase. Purchase. you said what go purchase no nah, i was just playing yeah, go purchase it. Make sure you make, make sure you search K Nick. <laughs> like Mama Lee did. I'm joking. I'm teasing. I'm teasing Mama Lee. But no, I'm gonna throw it over to him so we can check in, and then we actually gonna cut back to another song because it's only us three. And y'all know I love to get in as much music as possible before everybody come in here and we start talking, and then we'll never hit music again. You know what I'm saying? Like praise and worship sometimes be the best part of the service right before Pastor get up. Cause sometimes Pastor be like, "What? What you done?" So yeah, we gonna let Carlos check in, and we coming right 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 on back. Carlos, it's on you. Um, good, mo good morning, everyone. Um, it, what is today? Today, Tuesday? Yeah, happy Tuesday. Um, it is currently 40 degrees here in the DMV. It's chilly. Um, I'm learning something. Um, so my house that I live in now here, I'm learning that humidity can come at any time inside the house. So even when it's like cold outside and you got the heat up it can make the house humid it just all kinds of stuff and i'm just like i'm confused because i've never really like paid attention to i guess because i'm getting older and i feel it in my bones and stuff uh you get a little nervous you think you'd be a little sick but it just be the humidity just <laughs> going crazy. Bones. <laughs> listen i'm telling you like i wake up in the morning if it's too cold in the house i'd be shaking a little bit it's all in my bones <laughs> and, and the arthritis in my back and all that so uh <laughs> my lord um, but yeah, so, um, I was supposed to be at work at nine o'clock. I'm not there yet. And um, we have an all team eating. I've told my boss, I'll be there by nine 22 because now, call on, call on. it's Tuesday. You were supposed to get away with that yesterday. Now, no, we didn't work yesterday. On Tuesday. Ye yesterday was a holiday. My thing is this, I am 2024 for me. It's going to be the year of I'll get there when I get there. I'll do it. If I can do it. <laughs> Um, that's just kind of where I am. Um, I'm not going above and beyond. I'm doing what's necessary to maintain organizations, but also to focus on myself 
and what God wants me to do. So I'm not stressing with Negroes. People are not going to stress me out. If it's something that's above my pay grade, I'm going to start saying that's above me. Um, I'm just, I'm going to be in that type of space to God be the glory. Because I feel like sometimes we overextend ourselves and we can't do the things that God wants us to do because our energy is expended. People like Carlos, how can you do all this stuff? It's because this year is going to be the year of I'm going to know what my capacity is in every single bucket of my life. If I can't do it, I can't do it. If it's something that somebody else is supposed to do, I'm going to point you to them. And that's just kind of where I am. So I'm excited. I'm late for work. But it is what it is. I get there when I get there. And I do what I need to do when I need to do. Amen. Well, do me a favor. Well, can you share the room? How about that? Can you share I that? I back him 100%. I will them. I will them. But I'm going to start asking people to do what they can do. You can share this room. That's what you can do. Amen. But I'm with them, Mama Lynn. Because I ain't going to be fooling with people this year. This is going to be the year. But we ain't fooling with people. I'm telling you, yeah. We, uh-uh. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't finna do it. Like Carlos said, I get there when I get there. And if I can, I can. If I can't, well, you just out of luck. Amen. Amen. Because I ain't trying to stress it. I can't, I ain't, I ain't. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't. Hey. <laughs> hey, even with this William Murphy thing, it is what it is. I, I, like I told my son this morning, I can't, I can't, I can't get into that. I got it focused on me. Right, like they do be. Listen, I, I got trust. things to do, places to go, people to see. I got focus. I got focus on me and what I need to do to get where I'm supposed to be. So hey, just pray for them. They look like they had a good time. Some of them mad because they wasn't there to have a good time with them. Exactly. Because I don't, I don't know what's wrong. And that's why I think I'm going to address it. Like, we're going to talk about it today. Because I think it is going to be interesting. Because I think while people want to pick a fight about it, we need to get used to the shift or the, the, the bridging of the gap. That's something that I've been talking about literally for the last four years, which is why even this year, I think there's going to be a literal leap year type of thing, not only physically, but spiritually as well, because it's like, what the ham and cheese is the problem? We keep trying to hold people on pedestals like they don't listen to this music in their car. Why is it that I got waking okay. up with the problem where we listen to this music, the gospel music in the morning? Look, look at the diet. Uh, Look at the uh, age group of his church. Right. Look at the age group of his church now. Exactly. Like what's what's I don't know. But listen, I'm finna go ahead and I'm finna I'm finna jump on the William Murphy bandwagon and I'm finna piss some people off too because I don't see no problem with it. I'm finna go ahead and cut to my next song and then we coming right back. If y'all think it's a bop, make sure y'all put a thumbs up in the comments, make sure y'all share the room, opinion room, and then we finna be right right back because it's already nine ten. And it's time for us to get the news, hot topics and all that other good stuff. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Oh, actually, hold on, it's playing on my phone. No, you supposed to be playing on the speaker. There you go. I forgot to unplug Google. But yeah, amen. Play the song in Jesus' name. Bitch, 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 bitch. In Jesus' name. I know it came into me. No, 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 no. Recently became a mama and it thrills me. 
Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a look. Huh? huh? Think about this. While we talking about William Murphy, listen to the music that's playing now. Okay. You just played something. But that's what I, that was my whole point of planning. That was my whole point of planning because I ain't scared of nobody. In 2024, I ain't scared no more. 
Y'all see how I made that rhyme? In 2024, I ain't scared no more. I'm a thug. I'm a G. I'm a G for Christ. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but no, I play it because y'all know, like, so let's let's wake it up and let's talk about it. Good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet. We wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. You know what I'm saying? Not sure where you're listening from, where you're starting your day off. You know what I'm saying? On the way to work, coming home from work, already air at work, so I'm working out. Maybe you called off work today. Maybe you don't have a job. Maybe you always on the clock. Whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. Meaning with the right people, conversation, inspiration, medicine, and so all that good stuff. Because people going to people, life going to life, but God going to be God, and we're going to continue to trust in God. Amen. Amen. But with that being said, yeah, we bringing it back to 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 the news and the hot topic of the new year. Cause everybody acting like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is supposed to be something so dramatically shocking and hurt and so upset about it. I listen, if I ain't told y'all yet, I'm gonna release it on my website. And that, I told y'all I like writing my prophecies so people can read it. But this is gonna be a confusing year. I told people already. Because y'all ain't gonna know what the truth is, what a lie is, what's real, what's fake, and, and what's crazy is stuff like this is gonna play a role in it. And at the same time, and it's it's us that be causing some of this. It, it, it be us. I personally feel like there is no problem with this man playing whatever he wants to play in his church under the appropriate times. I I mean, one year Juanita Bonham was playing um some usher in the church. Now, granted, it was her rebuking hypocrite. people for listening to uh-huh. hypocrite. Right. I was gonna say now, granted. Oh, hello, Pastor Charles. I didn't mean to do that. I was trying to make you a mod. My fault. Come back up. But yeah, granted, Juanita Bottom did that one year. But I mean, I wouldn't like, come on now. We we got to stop doing that. Because I think what Carlos said, that's what makes it look hypocritical. I personally like when people can show their humanity. I personally know, like, I'm I'm that type of person who be like, I know you don't listen to gospel music in your car all day. You know what I'm saying? I, and there are people that do. But then at the same time, I, I know people, you know, I'm a prophet. I be like, come on now, don't be acting fake. Because some of the, like, come on now, the same people who be like, oh, huh, that's our church, why they playing it? Be the same people that you know what the ham and cheese of swag surf is. You done swagged and surf a couple of times. So why is it a problem? I ain't gonna cap. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the issue. And I think at one, at some points, one point, some point, we gotta realize that it is not about just just like no like i don't know what we think it's about it's about generations of souls and people and we got to think about that whatever we can reach them we need to be able to reach them like come on i was sitting in this room by myself with with me and my millennium and guess what it'd be 10 people in the audience why because we reach people and i think people have to be willing to reach people I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't see why we keep having an issue with people in the church, and we feel like we have to throw a, a, a strike at everything that they're doing. Yes, I believe that us as a church, we have to have standards, we have to have protocol. But ham and cheese, we gotta have power too, and that power does not always come from shucking and bucking and shouting. Like, come on, where's the relationship building? Where's the ability to have fun and make a person smile and, and not not try to build off of them crying? Like, come on, what? Pastor Charles is the funniest preacher ever. If y'all ever watch Pastor Charles when he preach, Pastor Charles be preaching, and then he'll just go off to a story, just be talking about something just to laugh, and then he'll bring you back. Kingdom point number two. I'm talking about funny, and that's why I listen to Pastor Charles. I'm telling you, like, we got to be able to reach people. 
And yo, yo, like, if we, I don't know, maybe it's just me. And Mama Lynn, I'm going to cheer so you can give me your opinion. Then we're going to let everybody else check in and all the other good stuff. But at some point, that's why I tell people, I don't want to be a preacher, pastor, prophet, nothing like that, that sometimes. Because if I got to get criticized for everything that I do as a man of God, then I don't want it. Because at some point, ham and cheese, when y'all going to let me follow God? As a man of God, I'm not going to be a man of God being dictated by other people's opinions and the world. Like, come on, at some point, let this man of God be a man of God that he following God and trust what God's telling him to do in his heart. Okay, well, I'm going to stop right there. Uh, yeah, I'll go forward. Um, yeah. So, and I have, I'm pulling up at work in a minute. Um, I just want to say, like, Okay, two things. Come on, <laughs> So, I, I always talk about like how white theological norms impact us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, in African ways of being, as we as black folks, we our understanding is that there is no separation between the sacred and the sac- the sacred and the secular, right? They inform each other, right? What happens in real life informs our spiritual life. What how we engage in spirituality informs our um, natural as well our, yeah our, our everyday life right yeah, um, yeah. We, we like we like to throw around you know thing you know i'm you know i'm a spiritual being having a natural experience right uh-huh. uh, not truly understanding that 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 actually breaks down that dynamic of being you know sacred and secular spaces right right uh, the other thing i want to say is Folks just want to tussle about something. I just want folks to, sh- to shut up, right? Like, worry about your own church. Worry about why you don't have any members. Worry right. about question where your draw is, right? Why, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think people need to focus on focus on their own worship spaces. And I'll say this. If they were mad at that, they would hate all the churches that I've been to and, and my pastors. And, and like, what people mm-hmm. miss because, because people don't have any depth of understanding there are two things, there are quite a few things that happened in that space. Number one, there were instrumentals playing that was clean versions. And and I always wonder, okay, would it have been better if it was just instrumental? Okay, that strips it of what it is, okay, whatever. Uh, does it make a difference about where it is? Like, and But that's also how people construct their sanctuaries, right? And do we believe that God is only healed in a, in a certain Right, space, in a place. Right? Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's God right. not present when you, when you out there, you know what I'm saying? doing everything else that you think is not godly is one of the things that you, that you consider not everybody but that you consider is not godly is, is one of the things that i that i've been pondering but i just think it's hilarious to me because a lot of people that have criticism number one don't go to church or they do go to church when it's beneficial to them. and a lot of pastors that i'm looking at their page and they got two or three members or they didn't have to shut their doors because ain't nobody coming to their church with their irrelevant selves have a good day me too me too and i, I, I good morning can i jump I, in Hold on, Carlos. I mean, can I mean, um, JY, I'm sorry. JY. Right, yeah, I see. I'm sorry. Right before you jump in, right before you jump in, because I see Patton right there. I see you right there. And I see um, Pastor Charles right there. So I'm going to let all of y'all actually go ahead and jump in and check in. And because I know Dr. Patton can sometimes be a little, I know Dr. Patton goes sometimes, Dr. Patton, I'm going to let Dr. Patton go first. And then JY, then you gonna go then Pastor Charles gonna go and we gonna I got I'm gonna ask you I gotta actually gotta go. I'm gonna go. go? Yeah, right, let, right, let, well, well let him go in front of me. It's okay. All right, all right. Well Dr. Penn, but Pastor Charles, yeah, you go you gonna help the order out. Go for go for it, JY. Good morning, everybody. 
uh, just real quick. Uh, what's I'm the weather? What's the breakfast? How you feeling? Oh, Lord. Um, the morning is... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, don't be treating me out here like I'm some rude person that ain't coming here. Who I, you know what, this year, when everybody starts jumping on you, I'm going to jump on you too. You're going to have another 300 plus pounds. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm your, always your advocate, but never mind. I see where we at right now. No, no more Mama Liz, Superstar Spirit. Tell you, Mama Liz, Superstar Spirit. No more in 2024. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, it's 41 degrees. We're going to have a high of 51. Uh, no breakfast. I'm on my way to get an oil change because I supposed to have got it done the other day, but then they was moving too slow and I picked on my wife. Uh, it just was just been, I've been just going nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Uh, no breakfast. I'm probably on a good phone right now. Uh, probably get up to a five. That's a real live four. Like not that when I tell you I wake up on a one, um, I just, you know, I'm just in a whole nother, um, area of my mind. So, but yeah, um, I, I, I think I share this with you, but it's all over social media as well. And um, my wife and I was actually talking about this together. I was trying to get her in the room, um, but I'm going to try to, you know, talk about her and our perspective on it was really, was really, was cool. Uh, at okay. first, I'll be honest, at first, my religious spirit was rising up, uh, which I can be completely honest about uh, because I know the lyrics of the song. And not every single song that we say is clean does not take away some of the suggestive lyrics in there. Because I know on Swag Surf, they talk about being gone off hypnotic. And if those of you don't know what hypnotic is, it is a liquor that is real light blue uh, that you can get in plenty of um, liquor stores. I think this, uh, and, and if you mix it with Hennessy, it's called Incredible Hawk. Uh, don't ask him how he know, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, me, yeah, I don't know. That's what I heard. Uh, that's uh, just what he heard of. I heard, yeah, that's what I heard, Pat. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's only him, I don't know if it's only hidden. See, I think it could be any cognac, but anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, Pat ain't gonna help me with that one. Uh, anyway, but uh, I honestly realize in the Bible it says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and high powers, mm-hmm. and this and the other thing. In that particular region, my wife was making this making a sense. I really wish I can get her in here. Um, Atlanta is really known for a lot of black excellence, right? Yeah, a lot of black success a lot of um uh entrepreneurs are there people yeah. who you know it's a lot of businesses a lot of people are you know uh does fairly well or they look at it as an opportunity a place to go where they can just develop an opportunity right in right. Atlanta, yeah. um compared to where they were before uh in that place a lot of people already have what a lot of churches are looking for like because the bible says money is the answer to all things uh-huh. so when you got people in there that already have money and one of the biggest draws to people that get to christian christianity is um they, they're dealing with a lack an area of lack right sometimes uh-huh. they're dealing with lack of okay money i think i see where you're going okay so in order if, if i already feel like i got everything what do i need christ for right i see where you're going okay What's going to draw me? What's going to draw me into your church? Now, I, um, um, 
now, because the Bible even speaks about that it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to, uh, uh, to inherit the kingdom of heaven. So I think that what he did, because I, I also I, I read and heard that a lot of people actually took, gave their life to Christ on that day. Um, what he did was he put a different bait on the hook. Every region has a different remnant. Every region has a different people you go through and wrestle with. There's a different people down here, a different spirit down here that we'd have to deal with in this particular region than I got to deal with up in Ohio, right? Patton got a different area of, you know, he in Nashville, and I know it's the same state, but it's probably a different spiritual warfare in Nashville than it is in Memphis, right? Um, and, you know, other places you deal with, you have to attack that thing in that area. The, the spirit in Atlanta is very uppity. Right, a lot of people are very uppity. A lot of people, are especially <laughs> black people, a lot of people are very affluent. A lot of people have; they think I have it all. I don't need this. I'm chasing the bag. There's a lot of I in there. Like, right, uh, for Atlanta to spell the way it's spelled, there's no I. It should be a big old I in there. I Atlanta, right? Sorry, That's man. what it should be called. So, so what he did was he allowed himself to show them that this is a safe place to be where there's no judgment or whatever and you can still love God and not lose who you are. Yeah. And not not and not not, not, not the thing is this. I'm not saying that you have to still operate in a sinful nature, but know that there is not a strict starchness when it comes to to being saved. That there, there's still a fluidness that can be available to you. Now granted you still gotta follow the principles of the word, but um but in, in the end of the day is this. That's his church. Is his church. Facts. That's the church that God had gave him and this, that, and the other. We got to quit trying to clean fish before we catch them. And I think Facts. what he did was just put a different bait. Uh, those who are in here are fisher people who may go fish. You can't catch, uh, I think Pat and fish before. You can't, you're not a fisher person, Pat. I thought you was a fisher. You can't catch what? Uh, snapper the same way you catch bass. You can't catch. That's good. Uh, uh, you can't catch. Red snapper is deeper in Florida, right? Well, you can go like to some lakes in in your in in uh, in within the area and catch bass. So yeah. you have to have a different type of bait to catch certain stuff. Now, that's just my belief. Not granted, you know what I'm saying? But but that ain't my call. Will I do it myself? I don't think so. I don't. But I'm not wrestling with that spirit. I'm not wrestling in that region. So I probably wouldn't do that because that's not my call. That's one. That's not my. That's not my metron. That's not my scope of uh, authority. So, but that's just James Yancey. That's all I gotta say. Hey, I love y'all, man. We're gonna do great this year. We're gonna all be winners. And uh, I'm gonna hop on here when I can. I gotta go get this oil change. All right. Well, tell Prophet and Deborah to get back on here too. I don't know why y'all listen. Y'all gotta start plugging, waking up with the Prophet because we be having some of the realest, trillest conversations ever. Like these are some real conversations. So yeah, I'm gonna throw it over to Doctor Patton because I, uh, you know, Doctor Patton, I was gonna bring some heat, and Lord knows I don't I always appreciate. Well, but I, love I, got it. I hope y'all got y'all pencil and paper out because here we go, Doctor Patton. Go ahead, check we, in. Let's good go. morning. Um, it is about thirty-five. Happy degrees. New Year. Merry New Year to you too as well. Um, it is about 35 <laughs> degrees here in That's Dayton. what it was. Thank you. That's what it was. That's from uh, color uh, com, uh coming to America, ain't it? No, 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 no. What it was. I think that might be trading places if I'm not mistaken. 
No, trading places. That is it. Yes. When he was getting on the train. Look at good, was, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. All right, sorry. Go ahead. One yeah. dollar. All right, I'm done. Yeah, I, I, I love that movie. Now, if yeah. that's a movie that needs to be need to be remade, it's that one. Yeah, I'll be nervous about it. I ain't gonna even laugh at it, and I'll be nervous. But I don't want to go off. Yeah, they, they need to. They need to I, do I, a that's part. That's one of my favorite work. movies of all time. I feel like they'll ruin it. But all right, bro. Go they, ahead. they made. They've ruined everything else. And Beverly Hills Cop is being re- uh, has another sequel coming out on Netflix too. <laughs> but, but I but I digress. Um, no breakfast. I'm on five because I'm alive, and I thank God for another new year. Uh, I, I was actually in Atlanta this weekend. My wife and I we celebrated our fifth year anniversary. And uh, we were out there in by Truist Park at sea. That's a stick up. Uh, oh, something like that. And it okay. was it was packed out there by the Brave Stadium. And, yeah. And and we left at 10. And my wife looked at me like, are we going to kick a little bit? I was like, no, I'm about to get up out this mess. Because this, <laughs> like, this ain't like Nashville. You know, th- we'll be exceedingly uh, disappointed if we stay down here too long and be trying to get home in a little bit. But anywho... Here's my take on it. And I'm saying this from from a space of someone being a musician, someone that has been heavily influenced by uh, a lot of different genres of music. So I know that that hair is difficult to split, but here's here's how I would challenge you to understand it. Jesus put it this way. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. I think our problem in the modern church is that we, if you believe that swag surf is what you need to use to draw people unto you. Hold on, Pat. Hold on. That hold, ain't on. A... hold on. Okay. I, I, I okay. listen. I didn't interrupt. Right. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I ain't interrupt it's... nobody. This, this right. is what you're I right. You're right. Keep going. I'm you know. Sorry. So, so it, that's one thing. If the Psalms, let, let's because the Psalms in, in in Scripture and the Song of Solomon is a songbook. You have strictly praises in that songbook that we all preach from that actually points to who Christ really is, as well as the Song of Solomon. I didn't find anything, I can't find even the clean version in Swag Surf that points to Christ anywhere. So, from that perspective, when I come to church, right, I'm not mad if you Swag Surf at a wedding. I'm not mad if you Swag Surf at homecoming. I just believe that there's a space to whereas, again, going back to to, to the, the law first mention of what the sanctuary in the temple was all about, I believe that those things are kept are to be kept separate. That's that's my argument. And and the other part that you understand from this perspective is this uh, something I will push back that uh, Dr. Carlos said. See, our problem is we believe that numbers validate whether or not we're anointed, and that is not true. Noah preached on a right. vote for a hundred years, and nobody but his, his his family showed up. And the reason why the folks didn't join because they didn't believe. Not because Noah couldn't preach, okay? God used, here's the opposite paradigm of that. Uh, uh, God used John the Baptist to preach in the wilderness, and folks came from the church and came out to the wilderness to be baptized. So what am I saying? I'm saying that we can't be snooty on either side to say that because people don't come to somebody's church when God is the one that does the drawing. And I guarantee you, a lot of those people where I was, because I was not in church on uh, on New Year's Eve, I was with my wife celebrating our fifth anniversary. I can guarantee you, if you I'm pull a lot of people, look at you, look at that's, you. That's, 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 
Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people. You, you, I was very grown. Uh, uh, I bet. Look, look, look. I, <laughs> I, I, I was very grown. Trying to yes, make I another was. baby. Lord yes, I was. Yes, I was. I, we was. I, no, I wasn't trying to go half on the baby. I was trying to keep him in there. Uh, that was so weak. But, 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 but I'll, I'll wrap this up here really quickly by saying it this way. Jesus, in the, in the, in the paradigm of a wedding, changes water into wine to prove something spiritual. Okay, uh, because wine represents joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength for the joy that was set before him. Okay, uh, he, so these are scriptures that I could use to prove my thesis. As much as I love Brother Carlos, I didn't hear one scripture to prove that thesis. What I heard was this thing of extreme carnality that talks about we can use anything to draw people. And that's not true because when the, when the temple in uh, several times in scripture was defamed, when the Romans defamed and uh, didn't treat the, the house of God correctly and had their idols, those type of things, God responded. When uh, the Philistines, even though God allowed them to take the Ark of the Covenant and let them keep it, but then they begin to get sick. Okay. There, there is a space that I still believe that God expects uh, the places that we gather to have some semblance of decorum, liturgy, and, and holiness. I believe that. No more than, I'm not saying God can't break out at, at the P.J. Morton concert where the sister was uh, doing the uh, Ricky Diller song and uh, doing more abundantly. We can split certain different hairs when it comes to where God decides to show up. But from a space of where we try to use things that we know that have something connected to it that is ungodly, and unholy and then say that we're trying to draw all men unto me that's just not true and here's the thing i say in closing because people join the church because they got they got baptized and they got baptized or they got drawn under those auspices it's not necessarily guaranteed that they're going to stay and if you don't stay how you how you introduce something is is typically how you have to stay so if i introduce you to christ by swag surfing then I've already helped you to understand that there is a duality and a carnality that may, especially for babes in Christ that they may look for. And the moment that that is not necessarily the brand of, of, of food that's being cooked, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not God. I don't know how he, he, he does all this stuff. I'm just one little lowly preacher that believes that there are certain things that you can, you can really keep where they're supposed to be versus trying to use it to uh, be fishers of men. And I don't believe that it takes profane things that we know what they mean, uh, whether you uh, take the lyrics out, whether you remix the lyrics or listen to the third. I'm not saying you can't be creative with uh, uh, rhetoric because I do it. I use secular references or I've done it as a preacher, but I believe that there is a certain line. And that's just my belief. I'm not mad at uh, Bishop William Murphy for what he did. I'm not criticizing him, but at the same time, I am critical of the discussion. And since it's a discussion and it went viral, again, what they did was what made them viral. Jesus went viral by just simply doing what he said he was going to do, which is giving his life as a ransom. And I believe that we need to really look into things that we defend, things that we critically uh, have a lens for, and then we have to ask certain questions. Is it glorifying God? Is it drawing people to Christ? And just because people, because people, Pastor Charles knows this, I've seen it too. I've experienced it in my pastoral career. People that join church out of, out of emotion, 
the joint church out of everything. And not to say that what they, how they was drawn was bad. It's that seed fall to the ground. It falls to the wayside. So I'm not celebrating either way, but I'm very critical of someone that it decides, and not just Bishop Murphy, but decides to use a lot of carnal things for a lot of carnal people that probably need a deliverance for some of the stuff that's in the lyrics. That That's the issue for me. And I ain't mad at nobody. I hope you ain't mad at me. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to fish with that on my hook. I'm going to fish with the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to sp- uh, uh, fish with lifting up Jesus at all costs, whether it gets me members or not, whether it gets me notoriety or not, because I know I got to stand before him. And I preached this yesterday. I promise I'm quiet after this, because in Matthew 25, it talks about settling the, of the accounts, Matthew 25 and 19 in particular, and then also Matthew 18, where it talks of, make that 25 and 18, talks about burying the gift. I'm not bearing the gift because I don't use the world's carnality to draw people. I use my gift and I use it according to my capacity. And if a person's capacity is only digital ministry, if it's only a storefront church, if it's only a couple people in the the building, then here's what that means. What that means is that I've gotten the best of what God gave me. So that's, that's how you describe that. You don't, poo-poo people's ministries because somebody's got a mega church and somebody preaches online or somebody's got 10 members. I think that's the error in this. And again, a lot of those thoughts was not proved with scripture. And most of my thoughts was proved with scripture. God bless you. Well, Pastor Pat, and I don't agree. My backlash is David danced naked in the temple. David was praising and turned up to where he got naked. And his wife even thought that that wasn't appropriate. But David gave God praise anyhow. So I don't, I just don't believe that, that I should limit my praise to a selection of music. I just don't, I don't believe that by faith that I, I just don't believe that I cannot lift up God uh, uh, with with the limitations. I, I mean, that's just me. Now, I mean, I do own a company named the Limitless Alliance, which means, you know what I'm saying, I'm Mr. Limitless, but be just by understanding. And somebody else may be agree, able to agree with it and believe it and understand it. But I don't think that I should have limitations on praising my God. I don't think that, oh, well, hey, this 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 swag surfing on, so I can't praise God. To, no, I'm going to walk it out, swag, and I'm going to swag, man, I got that swag. Because I don't, I thought it was walking out that they was uh, playing. And but then it's oh, it's swag surfer. Okay, even still, whether it's swag surfer, whether it's walking out, I'm gonna still praise my God, whether it be secular music or whether it be sacred music. I'm gonna give God praise, and I think that the the issue is that that word that you use, the duality of it all. I think that us as Christians act like that there's no duality in who God has created us to be, as though there's no dichotomy in God, who God has created us to be. The whole reason Jesus came is for us to be able to have the dichotomy and the duality which we have, the ability to suffer and still see glory. I don't, I don't, I'm not understanding why it is an issue for us as Christians to have humanity. I get it. We're going to be holy. We're going to be divine. We're going to be as close to Jesus as possible. But why it is always a problem? And I think that's why, and I even shared it in the group, Dr. Patton, and I want to get to this discussion too, but we're going to get through it. We're going to take it one by one. But even you seen that, 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 post that I sent you where old dude was talking about a, a, a certain trend of people becoming Muslim. I'm telling you, like, there's a whole different shift that I think is going on within the Christianity, but we have to be honest. That's why we see so many young black men, so many young people or people in general switching to these, these other sides because either they're going real hard about it 
or they're giving them an understanding about it. And I think here it is in Christianity, we got to give people an understanding. I ain't going to ever be that type of person to tell somebody, oh, you can't listen to secular music, even though I'm a prophet and I'm working on even consecrating myself and being even more saveder than possible because back in the day, them old bishops, they probably didn't. Bishop Charles, don't even listen. Bishop Charles don't know who hip-hop is. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and I'm working to get that. But at the same time, for this generation and the people that we're reaching, we also have to be able to reverence and understand that there is humanity in us all that calls us to reach to God. There is a reason that Nicki Minaj can make a song with Tasha Cobb because there is a relationship that they both have with God. And if we can't stand in the middle to hold these people's hand and say, let's all walk to him together, then what the freak is we doing? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, Pastor Charles, it's on, uh-uh, Pastor Patton, it's on Pastor Charles, and then we're going to keep on going to order. Cause I just, I'm just, we're going to get back. I'm going to throw it back to you, but Pastor Charles, go forward. Cause I'm like, I know you wouldn't do it. Cause you're a bishop and you older, you probably, you know, you know, uh, but I want to hear your experience. Cause I, you know. Well, first of all, good morning, everybody. And praying that for happy new year. Happy new year. And in the neighborhood, a great day in the morning. Hallelujah. Um, It's a little chilly here in uh, central Texas and, breakfast i'm probably gonna hopefully get out in time today and plenty of time to possibly have god's chicken to be able to start the new york new year off right now uh, i don't do the black eyed peas and all the other kind of stuff all <laughs> these gonna start with god's chicken <laughs> um, and he's starting all these different all these old hellish crazy stuff for what don't let a man make sure a man walk through the, shut up <laughs> anyway i'm sorry going through all that but i already talked about that but anyway um as for the personal conversation um um, I will say this. I believe that music in and of itself is something that God made, period. I do believe that music, God, God has done that. But we, of course, as human beings, we use it also for our own fleshly desires and our own fleshly things. But before I even go there, there's a word you used uh, in your dissertation just a second ago called saveder. Saved her. <laughs> I put it in the comments. Saved her. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying to be, gonna be saved. Her. All right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm saved, but I need to be saved. Her. Yeah, I put it in the thing. Try to get more uh, holy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. But uh, I just thought I put that in there. Okay, sir. Sorry. He, he's starting off right. Saved her. He's starting. He, he's on a roll. But I, I, I have to say, forgive me, first of all, because I did not. I saw some of the different comments, and I just made a determination that every everything that people got to say about stuff, um, I am just not going to either comment on, or sometimes I don't even click them. I'm trying to exercise self control and not even click on that stuff because it doesn't. I don't want to be riled up and mad about stupid stuff that I have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with. Um, but in terms of music, in terms of music, in terms of those kind of things, first of all. And I believe it is William Murphy that we're talking about, right? That did this yeah. or whatever. I'm sorry. Yes, um, sir. So I will say um, he is a, you know, he's considered to be one of the um, gospel stars, if you want to call it that or whatever. And and he, you know, he has uh, great music that he's put out. Thank the Lord. Um, but I think sometimes those who are artists, depends on the situation. I think they have a different take on certain things. And like I said, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not pastoring him or I'm not um, in his purview um, enough to be able to say, Hey, yo, you know, um, this is right. Or this is wrong for him. 
and for what he believes that God has called him to. Pause. Um, let me parenthetically digress. So if I was under you as a bishop and you seeing me do this in my church on watch night, would I have to, would I expect to call? You know how Pastor Anthony say, you know what I'm saying? Your pastor going to call. If you was my pastor, you going to call me and be like, prophet, what was you doing? Like, like, am I going to get a call if I went by her after this? If you was first, my pastor? First of all, first of all, if we were, if I was, if he was under, I mean, if we were in that kind of relationship, um, he'd probably call me. Versus me calling them. I mean, because okay. you know, Bishop, can I play? Can I play? Walk it out? <laughs> can I play? No, no. I mean, what I'm saying, he would probably wouldn't ask me about that. Wouldn't ask me could he play the song. He may call me as a result of the backlash, and then that's oh, when I would. Okay. okay. That's when I would come back if if he called, you know. And that, but if I'm not in that kind of relationship where it's it's me actually overseeing him and that kind of thing, I probably won't call right away. With something like that, because sometimes some people just take some stuff all the way out or whatever. And um, but anyway, um, back to the main topic of, of discussion. So I've been a I've talked about this before. I've been a worship pastor. I've been over music and I've had to um, I, I've done been the super holiness. Don't know secular, uh, no nothing secular. If I find out it's secular. You're going to sit down on the front bench and you ain't going to do nothing <laughs> for a year until I get until I get tired. And I, I feel you paid penance for doing it, you know. So, you know, and so I was trained under the under the um, tutelage of folks that said, um, you know, God's music is sacred. And if you're going to be God's musician, you don't need the world's whatever to 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 do. Listen that, to them know? worldly chords. Don't listen. Don't listen to that stuff, you know. And so I obeyed. <laughs> I obeyed, and some stuff was to my detriment because I didn't know that God was going to take me to other places that I was going to need to know certain things in order to be able to um, help the vision of that house. Um, yeah. Case in point, I played for a, another church that was, they they would play whatever it, they needed to play just so they can get the point across of what they're trying to do. I remember yeah. doing, um, I remember doing, um, what is that song? Uh, Hit me with your best shot. You know, that, that song ain't nothing about, ain't no Jesus in that song at all. You know, you could probably turn it into something, I guess. But but he the, the, at the time, he was, the pastor was talking about prayer. But no, he was talking about retaliation. And I think he he uh, he pulled that song out just before he preached, wanted, wanted somebody to sing it. And I had to find somebody to sing the song. Or one of our worship team members was doing, she, she could sing secular anyway. And so I gave it to her and she, she performed that thing. Yeah. Fire away. Yeah. 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 So that, so that, you know, that whole thing, you know, so, you know, I, and so I had to get it, I had to play it, had to get the musicians to, you know, you know, they went rocker on me. I mean, it was, it was, it was intense, but um, it was one of those kind of things though that um i didn't i had to put away what i had just learned about oh secular and you don't you ever play secular music well the job that i had meant i had to play whatever i to needed to play yeah to, yeah to put to put forth the uh to to uh, you know whatever was being played whatever was being speaked about if that was going to help that then i did that now um today uh, here i am uh fast forward to 2024 Mm-hmm. Um, my sons um, are music. I mean, you've heard them. Um, oh yeah, they play. They, they, oh, yeah. Here's the thing: they are all. They also play wedding band. 
on some of their off time. They'd be wedding band. Um, my 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 younger son probably less now because he does a whole lot more church things, but he knows other songs and sometimes some of the songs. Hey, yeah, I mean, you know, listen. He, he okay. So let me let me say this because uh, they'll play I, I, uh, during Christmas time. I right. heard. I heard the the theme from uh, Home Alone. Dee, 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 yeah. dee, dee. I, I I was like, yeah, they are playing Home Alone in the, in 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 the church. And but but it but most people didn't even pay attention to it. Yeah, most people yeah. they just you know it was Christmassy. It's a it's a it's something that people hear. Now here's here's what I'm saying about that, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go ahead and put a period on it. I believe to the glory of God, chords chords in and of themselves are not wrong. But what are you playing the chords for? What are they to? And you just have to be very, very wise when it comes to um, when to do that. A real minstrel can throw, put something in there, and sometimes we're playing, we're praising and dancing to something. We go, and they throw, and they'll throw a song in there, that a secular song, and because most of us are ignorant of them, don't even know. Don't even know. Don't even know. Don't even know. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. But but my but but at the end of the day, um, God in in His wisdom, thank God that He doesn't um, He doesn't go by uh, what social media says and what other people's opinions. I'm glad He's God because if they knew how many times I've sung opera and had to sing some opera songs that are talking about killing uh, uh, someone and having a love and having a lover with someone that's married and, and some of these different other kind of things. We will sing these uh, operatic songs and these things uh, in school and stuff like that and don't even know the language that we're singing. You have to sing it in German. And some people don't even know what they're actually saying. They could be saying, praise the devil for all we know. But what I'm saying is that but because it's a classic or because it is uh, a part of the regimen, we do it because we want, we want a good grade. And so my point, though, is, is that let's um, not major on the minor. Um, leave, we, look, William Murphy is in enough hot water by himself. He don't, he don't need no help from us. He don't need no help. So <laughs> let him go ahead on and enjoy his, his, his stint and whatever that is and get his likes and get paid for all that stuff he's getting um, people watching him with. That, I mean, that's nice. And so look at him. He just, he does all, we, we talk about him and he's just making money. Uh, from 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 Facebook and Google and everybody else that matter, whoever they are, making just making money, sense uh, maybe some sense, but he makes some dollars because people got to stop and talk and have social media on this man. What I say is, have social media on me about how good God is and give me some money too. God bless. So we that well. Last time I checked, never mind. I'm gonna stop because I was at church Sunday and I was gonna ask you, did they treat you like Bishop Shed and give you ten thousand dollars? Cause I, I seen them breaking all them offerings up there, Pastor Charles. I was gonna, I was gonna be like, well, well, he a bishop now, so bishops get this type of treatment. I'm gonna be a bishop. Give me, dude. You know how uncomfortable that was. Do you know how uncomfortable that was? No, Do you, you had know. To sit there. You need to sit those, sit there and be still. Let the people bless you, man. Okay, so. <laughs> So that okay. So here's something that I didn't. Uh, what we do in our reformation, right? It's something called a gold offering. So I have to do have to um, have rings and things of that nature, crosses and different things that I have to that I'll be wearing when I become bishop. And so what we do instead of just just doing anything, what we do is we have the people if they have have gold or have earrings or have some things that they like, they only have don't have a match to it. 
we ask them, hey, come and bring your gold and bring those kinds of things to help us defray the cost of having to go and have this stuff melted and stuff like that. So it has to be something that I have to do um, that, you know, because I have my own, um, uh, uh, what is that thing called? Like a, a shield and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff kind of goes with it. Long and short of it, uh, it's very humbling to me because when I get to, when I do wear the jewelry, when I do get to do those kinds of things, I'll carry the people, uh, the people who sacrifice, I carry my yeah. church with me. And yeah. so it's very precious. I mean, it's, it's amazing, but, but anyway, that's what that was for. And it was so uncomfortable to do because I don't like to ask nobody for nothing if I can help it. Me and, neither. Um, but I, but I do, but that's the thing. So, you know, somebody could take that right there and say, mm, see that? He begging for gold, y'all. He beg Okay. And you have no clue. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and get on with you. Sorry. God bless no, everybody. No, I ain't going to care. I know I was teasing you about it. You know, I, I got to make everything light of everything. But I that, think that, that makes me saved her, though. But that, that makes me saved her, though. I'll tell you that. I'm not saying. Stop doing me like that. That makes me saved her. <laughs> It did because it was a humbling experience, and you look uncomfortable just just sitting right there. Y'all gotta go watch Pastor Charles live. So I said, Mama Lil was watching with me. That was so funny. Pastor Charles just sitting there like, oh my gosh, this is. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But you're right, Pastor Charles. I ain't gonna cap that. That that was a good thing to see. And I think the overall thing of William Murphy um, is not that people want to be in his business because I don't think nobody don't anybody don't want nobody to be in people's business. That's why that's why I'm even scared to to do anything in life now because I I don't want, I don't want this backlash and criticism. But I think that there is a point where him as a leader um, is, I don't think he's trying to do it for the likes, but I do think he is trying to reach people. Like, granted, he's already done his music. He's already like, you know what I'm saying? There are certain people who already labored, so they, they already got the fruits of their labor. But at the same time, it's it's about continuing the legacy. It's about continuing like keeping it going. And I think he's one of the type of people that is going to keep on going. It's going to continue to bridge the gap. I'm telling, like me, being in the place that I'm in, I'm only thirty, and I think you know God may call me to lead some people one day. I don't know. I ain't sure about it. Even if He do, I think the people that I'm still going to be called to lead gonna be like Generation Alpha, Gen Xers, people who gonna listen to hip hop, but at the same time listen to gospel too and i think that we just gotta be willing to not granted i don't want the preacher to be listening to the hip-hop but i think we gotta be at least some real way to to to, 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 to be fair and honest like yeah it may not have should have been done in the church maybe okay cool but let's not act like it don't exist let's not act like the dichotomy ain't, ain't real like people don't listen to hip-hop and like you said, all music was made by God. So whether you playing the Home Alone music, whether you playing Swag Surfer, whether you playing Christmas music that ain't probably even about Jesus, but it's about a white guy who delivering gifts, then, hey, it is what it is. Because I'm just saying, y'all don't do that about Christmas music. It ain't even about Jesus. That's about Santa Claus. And Santa Claus ain't even real. But okay. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's the first episode. We back. Don't pay me no mind. I see Pastor Anthony in here. I see Elder Chandra in here. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead. Pastor A, it's on you. Elder, I'm throwing it over to you next. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, okay, so real quick, I'm gonna be fast. I gotta head into a meeting. Uh, for one, there's enough other stuff to talk about where you don't need to put your mouth on what somebody else got going on. I've said this before. I will say it again. Um, if you don't have proximity to the individual you're talking about, why do you even matter? Hush. You're right. 
No, yeah. just hush. Just, cause here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, there's an actor that said, I think maybe it was Tom Hardy, that said, if you have a problem with me, call me. If you don't have if my you don't number, got my number me, yep. you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. Fact. So everybody else needs to just be quiet. Fact. People that are in his circle that have that feel like they need to have something to say can pick up the phone, call him, and have the conversation they need to have. There's that. Here's the other thing. We're going to talk about this on Sunday because I already made this decision. We spend entirely too much time in church um, critiquing other folk. We just spend too much time doing it. Um, that's 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 a whole sentence. Uh, we spend too much time critiquing other people when there's a whole Bible we need to be talking about. They ain't got nothing to do with what's happening to somebody else's pulpit. That's not your building. That's not your people. That's not the folk that God gave you charge over. Focus on where he told you to work and stop bothering everybody else. That's just that's where I'm at with it. I, I don't particularly care what he decided to do. Would I do it? No, that's not my context. But I'm not he, he's not me. That's all there is to it. There's no other conversation to have about that in my mind. Um, mind your business, do the work. I'm pretty sure there's a scripture out there somewhere that says, uh, I'll <laughs> That's somewhere. In, in, in Johnsonese real quick, that before you get to running your face and talking about what your neighbor got going on, sweep your own porch. I mean, it's in there somewhere. I know it is. Uh, it's Johnsonese. about a bean and an eye and a log and a speck. I know it's in there. I know. I, I read the Bible once or twice. It's in there. So how about we spend a whole, as my grandmama used to say, if you spend six months minding your business and six months leaving everybody else alone, you're going to find you're a whole lot happier in life. Stop Amen. worrying about other folks' stuff. You have people God's given you charge over. This is great for conversations amongst clergy as to what we will or won't do. Let's take a break for 10 minutes. the houses God's given us responsibility for. But as, part, as far as being part of the, the, the open conversation, we really don't need to be a part of it. Shut up. You got other stuff you need to focus on. I promise you there's work in your church that need to get done. How about you do that? And with that, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I bet it's work in your church that needs to be done. How about you do that? <laughs> Ew, Lord, I love it. And you're completely right. But here's why I love God and the grace that he has given me. Because I'm going to have this conversation. And the only reason I get to have it is because it impacts the world and it impacts the church. Me being a prophet, I stand, you know, in the pulpit, but I also stand in the pews and stand on them as well. So I get to have these conversations because they're impactful. Because it makes, I wouldn't say it made us look bad, but it kind of make us look bad. When I had this conversation, I used to, like when I just mentioned the patent, about how a lot of people are turning to Muslim and then the other like Christians, I think we have to have these conversations because nine times out of ten, it be us that be criticizing us. It be us beating up each other. And it almost seems like our faith and our religion is divided. So in order for us to continue to stand together, stand strong, be integral, and make an impact, that's why I think that we have to have these conversations because truth be told, if we if we tear each other apart, then I see why all these black people, these young, so, beautiful so black people, up, like... Real quick, real quick, to that end, right? Just okay. One, this go. isn't going to happen inside of a mosque, first of okay. all. Okay. Um, oh, hell, I mean, have and cheese, no. Yeah. The way they, as a general statement, the way they present their faith tradition would never allow that. Yeah. Um, you don't have them trying to find ways to make everything acceptable. That simply isn't found, as a general statement, yeah. in that community. It's just yeah. isn't. That's uniquely Christian, um, uh, in my experience, at least. 
Uh, so they're not trying to make everything okay. So you wouldn't have this issue. Second issue is one of the reasons, and I'm in, you know, I'm in an urban context. I'm in the Middle East, Baltimore, in the hood. So um, what I see as to why these other faith traditions are so attractive, especially to the younger black, to the black population, period, is because we've bought into the lie that the Bible um, is a well, Christianity is a white man's religion. Mm. That's what's happened. We okay. don't see ourselves represented in scripture because we don't read for one, That's and then we don't teach it properly. The fact That's of the matter good. is, uh, those from the Caucasus Mountains are the least represented population in all of scripture. That's just the reality, and basic geography can tell you that. Uh, and and, and Pastor, to, to that point, that that that's really the larger issue, and not how we fish. I think that's the narrative. While I can appreciate what you said about, you know, standing your lane about how you pass and what you should be doing, we don't keep that same energy with other mm -hmm. things that happen in the world. We have a lot of opinion and we have a lot of discussion. I find it interesting how that when it is really time to dissect what's inappropriate or appropriate or what we, we do in that situation, we shy away from the conversation. And I think the issue is that to your point you just made, Islam is, is, is actually recruiting people because people see the discipline and they see the love. That's why they're doing it. So from that perspective, uh, and also to your point about uh, how the, the scriptures or theological things have been whitewashed for so many years, and then if you just oppose that with what you see America still doing to our people, that is the biggest drawing card before one song is played or one sermon is preached. So if we're honest about those kind of things, as I stated earlier, if you like being carnal, just be carnal. But the scripture says... But even still, Pat, and here's the problem, though. Hold on, hold if on. I like being carnal, what's wrong with me being carnal? Because carnality isn't sin. Carnal is just carnal. Uh, Going to the movies is carnal. Hold Going on. to the whoa, movies whoa, is whoa, carnal. Whoa, whoa, ain't whoa, sin. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me finish that. I'm just, just saying. No, no, but, but see, there's, again, let's go back to the word again, duality. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So from that perspective... Outside of using things that was in the in the world that Jesus used to liken to the kingdom, or I just watched this, uh, Pastor Charles, you'd, you'd appreciate this. Uh, I love Tank's um, R&B Money podcast, and it's carnal as the day is long. But he had gospel legends commissioned on there, and they talked about how they were influential in the R&B world in the 90s. Commissioned, and they said it, they didn't set out to use R&B sounds. Uh, to basically uh, influence R&B music. They only used the elements of music to lift up Jesus that influenced those. Now, the influence took people to a lot of different places, and it wasn't holy, but that wasn't Commission's fault. They were only using music to, to, to lift up the name of Jesus. So I think the problem is, to Pastor Andy's point, we have a challenge of splitting the hair of understanding certain things. So since we're not uh, teaching things properly and we think that swag surfing uh, is, is much better than taking the Bible and showing those communities that are rejecting us because they think it's a white man's religion, showing them maps, showing them different things that would uh, diffuse or disprove a lot of those things. I guarantee you, before you even got to swag surfing, you probably could convert some people because in my walk, 
uh, and, and experiences when I'm in the barbershops and I'm talking to brothers that say those things and I can show them geographically how uh, the, the scriptures have been whitewashed and I can talk on their language. They listen to me. I don't have to do certain different things. I don't have to be profane. I could just use what's already there. And I'm saying that the duality sometimes of carnality causes us to uh, miss an opportunity to truly keep the main thing the main thing. That's my opinion. Now, my opinion about William Murphy or Bishop Murphy and his methods is one thing, but the overall granular understanding of what we're doing and what we're trying to call holy uh, is the issue. And I think the problem is that when we, we when we when we don't have I the proper nobody content. was trying to call it holy though, Patty. I well, think it was literally Christians having a a human moment. It's them celebrating the new year. It's a human moment. And I think at some point we have to stop demonizing everything about our humanity. You, that is I, a human I, normal I moment. Not what you said. You said you talked about people going to be other religions because Christians are up so are so uptight when the other religions are not compromising what their standards are and still getting our people. That's that's what I'm talking about. And, I, and, and I'm interested to hear an answer that is credible enough to rebut that because that's how they're doing it. They're not doing it by compromise. That's the issue. Well, listen, I ain't going to cap. That's a whole different conversation for a whole different day. I'm going to stay on William Murphy today, and then we're going to talk about that later. No, that's actually relevant to the conversation, if, if you want to be honest. I mean, it is. It, it really is. But it's going to divert us to a deeper conversation because the truth is, even when I stand to have these conversations, I wouldn't think that it is about the discipline. A lot of them, and like, and and these are people who I would not say have actually converted to Islam, but you know, a lot of my young kids, they ain't even, they just don't trust in the faith. It's not that they don't know God, and then when they find you know people who are Islam and they give them a story about Allah. Then they realize, oh, well, I'm going to believe in Allah because tr truth is, I believe in some. I just don't know. And a lot of them don't know about Jesus and Christ. And because we have so many imbalances when it comes to how we teach, treat, and teach, and, 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 and raise up people or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Teach, treat, and, and you know what I'm saying? Touch people. That's the word. That word. Treat, teach. Yeah. Anyway, tongue twister. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, we have so many imbalances that come, that comes to that which is why we have this issue about the people converting. But William Murphy sits in his pulpit and he's comfortable. His church ain't too far from I'm talking about it be packed. Why? Because And I'm talking about influences there. I'm talking about fame and money. Like I'm he got it because I think there is a reach. And I think one thing that we miss in Christianity, even though I believe that we're supposed to hold our standard of, 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 of spirituality, is that we preach upon sin, but we preach against carnality as though they aren't separate or they aren't different. I believe that there's a standard. Yes, I don't encourage you to sin, but I'm not going to uh, demonize you for your carnality. I'm not going to, like, we've done that for so long. The evolution of Christianity has done that for so long. Oh, I'm going to tell you, don't go to the movies. I'm going to tell you, don't wear red lipstick. And then here it is, all the while, I'm doing it. Or here it is a couple of years later, oh, that's not what the text is saying. And which is why a couple of people, a bunch of people, they're like, well, you know what? I'm just not going to follow this. Because truth is, they don't know what they want to do. And here it is. We know what we want to do. We know what God is saying. But us having an evolutionary conversation about it is something that us Christians don't want to do because we hold ourselves to a limited standard. Not saying that the standard can't be 
you know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that the standard is, like, open for all because I ain't one of them type of people. I do believe that the standard is the standard for a reason. But at the same time, we got to be willing to reach those people through the standard that God has given us and through that love, through that teaching. And I think that's why we don't see it too much. If we feel like this is a reason to beat our brother up because he decided to play swag surfing in his church, then what hope do we have for the other brothers and sisters? Not saying we don't have none, y'all know. I just be talking well, about We didn't beat the brother up. We just on the, but I'm just giving commentary based not, on not that. And, and I don't mean just you. You know, when we speak, we be speaking to the world and the people that be listening to. So I ain't just well, talking I, about I, you. I, I, I didn't think that you were talking about me. I, I'm just saying I, the critical lens is not from a standpoint of what he did, but to your point about where we go, how we live life and those kind of things. You know, secular. But secular. As a believer, I don't feel no type of way about it. But there are many of us who are believers that feels like that there's a reason for us to have a conversation about this. Oh, there's a reason for us to come to. I literally seen a post that literally scrutinized, criticized, and demonized him for actually doing it. A whole long post from a whole nother pastor, a whole nother believer. And it's kind of going back to what Pastor Anthony said. Why are we taking our time out this day to, to beat up each other? Like, why we, go mind your own business. You got stuff in your own pulpit and your own church to work on. Why are we demonizing our own brothers? It's not demonization. I think that when things, it's kind of like when, when Larry Reed, Tasha Kay, all these different people, they have conversations about social commentary about certain different things that happen in society. And they say, allegedly, they do all these things to protect themselves and they put these disclaimers out and those kind of things. Yeah. Then when they discuss it and we watch them, or if I watch um, commentary about the national championship playoff weekend, which I'm doing my podcast here, shameless plug here, uh, my th- first three episodes. spiritual. I seen a little thing. Congratulations. Yeah, that's going to be released uh, on on on, uh, on uh, Thursday, and, and I, I intend to piss off a lot of Colorado f- folks and different. Just just wait, just wait. You're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of great commentary. But anywho, what I'm saying is from a critical lens, not from a space of what bishop is or shouldn't be doing this and the third but the effect of what people think because when shade room and other different places are talking about the church because of that and not the core uh tenet of what the faith is about that 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 can be deemed in my opinion problematic now does that mean that i'm going to sit here and try to defame and disrespect uh, uh bishop murphy of course not I can only, like anybody else would, if this stuff was done in, or at least put out there in public and then we have our discussions about it. That's all it is. It's not tearing anybody down. It's just sharing what we believe. We disagree with each other. We may True, agree. but here's the thing. We also put out this atmosphere of the air as though, oh, it's hypocritical now for him to be listening to this. Like, that's that, that's a problem. He's a human. What's wrong with him having sweat? Now, granted, I get it. He is a bishop, so you would expect him to be more consecrated or what, Pastor Charles? What we say, Pastor Charles, saved her. You expect him to be saved her. But here's the thing. He's still a human. What is the problem with a human having a humanistic moment, though? Because Ooh, we make it seem like in Christendom, when we have human moments, you're like, oh, oh, you bad now because you had a human Prophet. moment. Prophet. Yes, ma'am. Help me out, Mama Lynn. Go for it. I love y'all. Really back in. We got Elder on the stage. Let's hear from her. Let's hear from her. Elder, go for it. Jump in. Really back in. 
Yeah, because I'm I'm confused. Y'all got to help me out. Elder, how you doing? Good morning. Go ahead and check in. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of you. Uh, a little chilly here in Northwest Ohio. It's in the 30s. Uh, all of that with, you know, uh, Pastor Murphy and all that, I, I do think the church as a whole is lessening the standard because mm-hmm. uh, we're pulling things in because everything is not sinful, but it may cause you to sin. Okay. Uh, it may put you in a mindset to sin. And if he had used the beat, give an example. There's a beat that a lot of HBCUs use. They don't use the words. They just use the music itself. And it's about the yin-yang twins. Uh-huh. And, and a lot of HBCUs use the beat, the, the, the music part. And they change the words to their particular school. Yeah. Or they may change the song a little bit, you know, some, you know, the beat a little bit to fit their particular university. And I know this was New Year's Eve. We're celebrating. We're joyous and all that. He used the actual song the way it was written. That was probably my issue. It was right the there, clean version, though, Elder. But he used the actual song okay. that was written. And the words and the message with that particular song has nothing to do with what was going on in the place. Uh, I get you. Ain't nobody you know, they were doing walk it out, walk it out. Okay. We've yeah. used that. The, many churches have used the walk it out song or the music to do the walking, not necessarily the words. It's using the walking. And then it seems like in everything that we're doing, we can step by step, small by small, lessening the standard of what Father God has a standard for. And we're allowing everything in. We're using everything. Now there's some stuff God didn't use. There's some stuff that Jesus didn't use. But here's the thing, though, Elder Dude. Is it a, like, when you say using, what do you mean using? Because I don't I think mean, we're using that, secular music to draw people. Because, I mean, he already had those people there. Them people okay. already, most of them people already knew God, had a relationship with God. So it's like he lifted up the secular music to the There's secular people. music that is more scripturally, correctly scripturally based in some of the gospel music. Okay. I say it all the time. Okay. All the time. There's some R&B that is more biblically and scripturally sound yes. than secular, than uh, Christian music. There's some R&B you got to go play on Sunday morning. Yeah. But you may play it in the confines of your home with right. your wife and your pastor, with your wife or pastor, with your husband as far as the female pastor. Right. That's showing the love, that's showing all of that and everything. 
but you're not going to play it on Sunday morning. You're not going to play it in Bible study unless you're doing a Bible study teaching on relationship. There's a time, there's a place all things. But he, he used this exact song with the words of, it may be the non-cussing version, but it's still the, the words of that song and the message. If he had to change the word, the music, because his music, chords are chords, but change the word all the way around. So you can change what what's being put out in the atmosphere. It's like I said with the song with the Yin Yang Twins. A lot of our Tennessee State is one of them that use that same beat. But if you listen to the words of what TSU said, they're talking about TSU and not family. They change the words all the way around. So you can change what's coming out, the sound. Because most R&B, most soul, most hip-hop came start at the church door. They took a song. Ray when we look at the the, uh, the 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 movie about Ray, he took stuff out the church, expressing his look, expressing the look, and flipped it and made a song out of it that he got hit. So we just we have to be careful because it don't take but a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit of leaven, leaven the whole lump, mess up the whole bread, the whole yeah. lump. You right. And that's what's happening. That's what I see as a whole happening. It's the littlest of things that's messing everything up. It's the littlest of things. Because, yeah, they told us, you know, growing up, we couldn't go to the movies that it was sinful. But in some areas, they told us, I go to the movies, I want to see color. Me and my daughter want to see color purple Friday night. Oh, yeah, I finally seen it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we enjoyed it, you know, because music and stuff. So okay. we enjoyed it. But then there's some movies I ain't going to because I know yeah. what that portal being open. Yeah. But the actual going to the movies. So we went to the movie to see Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. Facts. That was a movie, yeah. And then when the movie's over, it was a whole worship service. When we went, it was a whole worship service in that movie because... Black, white, everybody was praising God, worshiping, crying. Tongue, we was I was speaking tongue. Went to the whole worship service right after the, after the credits because people started taking up, got the message, and was weeping before God because thinking about what what Jesus sacrificed on that cross for all of us. Yeah. But something we just we ha- we can't bring it to. The, the, the house of God. We, we just, we can't. And we're constantly lessening little by little being inclusive. So here's the question then, Elder, and I'm sorry to kind of, uh, you know, jump in, but here's this question. So then do we hold the standard on the life or the house of God? Because truth is, are we mad because they did it in the house of God? Because if they did it at their own house, and we still seen it, would it be a problem? Because I ain't gonna cap. I'm somebody who, whether I was in church or whether I was at home, 
and I was giving God praise, and it was to this music. <coughs> I still want to be honored and valued. Now, granted, I get I get what you're saying. Like there should be a separation. There should be that standard. But as spiritual people, is there no place for us to enjoy? this type of music or to at least have I, a, a celebration? I would have been better off with it if he had used a beat and changed okay. all the words. Okay. I could have I could have got with the beat. I could, you know, walking it out. When that song happened, and they, the, the, as you want to walk out of some things mm-hmm. you, and walk into Christ, you walking out of yeah. what you, you walking out of. Okay, change the words all the way around. <laughs> and, and prophet, and prophet, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I hear that song in a in a different setting, you know, with my frat brothers, you know, it's J Five coming up on Friday. You know, my shoulders get a little loose a little bit when I first hit it. You know, because of, because it's a catchy beat, right? Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying that I don't enjoy secular music. I'm just, and that's I, what, and Pat, and I think that's one of the things that I feel like. Christians, we got to stop doing because oh, we, no, like, I, we don't I, enjoy secular music. You got like, we don't know how to wobble. Right now. You can give me some good R&B right now and I'm Right. Gonna... And I think that's the problem, um, Elder, because it look like to the world, Christian people be so saved or so saved that we don't enjoy secular music. And we be the main one. We enjoy secular music too. But that proves my point. Some of the, if they would listen to the words of the R&B, you will hear that it was. You can find the scripture and verse quicker on the R and B, on the soul, on the, uh-huh. on the Leo soul, on all of it, on classical. <laughs> that's that's more, that's more biblically sound than what we call gospel music. It ain't giving a gospel me- a message at all. It ain't scripture at all. I'm like, where that in the book? <laughs> yeah. And you say it's gospel. Where is it in the scripture? Because it ain't in there. Where it at? It ain't in there. <laughs> Where it at? I'm going to use incorrect English right there. Where it at? Where it at? <laughs> because it's not in there. Because it's not in the scripture. It ain't in the Holy Scripture nowhere from the Dead Sea Scrolls all the way up to the trash. Too, go, and go what ahead. they all of that 
and my professor loves me to the day. He said, I want to take your paper to the education department at the Church of God. Because you hit the nail on the head. You, and you're supposed to be based on Acts 2.38. Really? Should read it, read it one more again. Read it one more again. Because what you're singing and what Acts 238 said, uh -uh, ain't matching. Because you, the words, it's the reason why some R&B has lasted the test of time. Because the words, the words, it was a, a true thing, a true message, a good message. And what the gospel uh, record companies, what they do to the artists. I, I watched, I've, I've told you about the R&B money I watched on commission the other day. Did you know they first out, first five albums, they didn't get paid and they never got an advance for their record. But at least in the secular world, even if you don't, you know, get a big advance, they at least give you 25 or $50,000. Them brothers got zero, not one dime, you know? So when you understand sometimes the, the dynamics of what's supposed to be holy or what's supposed to be secular, there's a lot of different lines that get blurred. And I think that that's all I was saying. I don't mind secular music. I love secular music. I'm a musician. You know, but what I've learned over time is that there's certain things that does have its timing and it does have its place. I think that certain different things, even when I'm not in church, this is the K. Nick's earlier point, is that there's certain things that I hear when I hear the lyrics, then I, I, can, I should be able to make that choice of if that's something I want to put in my spirit. Because... In, in an environment like that, we're talking about swag surfing, and as JY broke down the lyrics of being inebriated, being high, taking drugs, yes. those, those kind of things. Those things are gateway to demons. And I put this also in the chat, is that when has the church gone viral for something so miraculous that happened that was undeniable? But we can easily go viral for something because we're trying to be cool or we're trying to appear edgy to draw people. That 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 that's a question that I think that we're afraid to have, and particularly for those of us that are so sanctified and so you know uh, Pentecostally, uh, classically trained. And either side, people are gonna say several different things. But like I said earlier, the discussion is not to try to tear the brother down. It's just to have a critical lens of what the world because the world rarely will align with us in their environments because you know yeah Studio 54 used to play some some gospel hits that sounded funky based on something they would hear and just dance to but didn't mean that they got the message that you brought to sunshine they were just dancing to it or oh happy day you know so these are things that when you understand it from their perspective then it looks different. Now, do what you will with it. It's up, it's up to you. I just think, again, uh, that's my friend, Prophet Christian. When I was at his conference last year in March, <laughs> if swag surfing had came on in there, I don't know if the Holy Spirit would have moved like he moved in that, that meeting. Because there's certain spaces, to me, that if you're really looking for a move of God, there's certain things that just got to stay separate. For the time, not because the second music is bad, but because of what God wants to do. And I say this to be quiet. The three Huey boys didn't bow to music because not only based on what the music represented, but the image that was sitting there. And all, if you know anything about music and safety, his job has always been to try to confuse the, the profane 
and and and, and the and the secular with the holy. That's what he's always done, and he'll continue to do that. Because I guarantee you that the, the serpent, whatever the song is, and all the words that's in it, it's some folk that was in that service. It caused them to go right back and do to what they would know. Well, elder, elder, elder. They probably was going to do that anyway. They were going to probably do it anyway. Say, but, I'm just saying, we also, can't say that. I know people who go to church go every back. Sunday and still go hunt right after church. So we but, can't it, but, say it, that but it also may cause some people to go back to something that they might not, they still processing out their deliverance from. It don't take but little bitty. I know people that listen to, they go to church every Sunday and still go out there and hunch every Sunday. Well, let me ask you this. If you go into the AA meeting, do they have any look at the AA meeting or are they talking about how to stay away from it? No, That's it. They, they got. got water, they gonna have water, juice, and coffee. I think. I think we're being too deep because right. I, I I listen to swag surf and I dance to swag surf, but I'm not out here popping pills. I'm not out here drinking. Right. And, and, I, and, I, and, and I mean, I have the choice to, and if I wanted to do it, then I would do it. I think it's all about contextualization, like, and we have to be very careful. Like my church always does a summer a summer um sermon series that's tied to either music from the decades that's, that's tied to different yep, types of music. I even preached before yep. you let go, right? And in our service, like, we actually play the music because actually music is storytelling. And so when, when we get past the point of saying that everything's trying to drive people to be demonic and actually listen to the stories, listen, listen to what's in the lyrics and identify with people's situation. And yeah. then anything can be used to compel people to come to Christ and through the gospel and to find joy. I think we get so damn deep but, about But I did stuff. say that earlier. I yeah, I, I'm not saying you didn't, but yeah, I think the, so the deep. Because you're teaching a series. So you give the history of the song, you give the all of that to to teach the point. I get it because there's classical music. I listen to, I listen to all genres. I really do because mm -hmm. I like music. Right. And but when you, know, you teach like, what the message, where it was coming from, then you know. Because because you're treating it as a ability to tell stories. I think like when we don't listen to music, we listen, to, we try to listen to it quite often from a Oh, that's a worldly point of view instead of listening to the lyrics. So people expressing where they are, right? And and uh, and deconstructing where they are in the music, right? We we dance to the electric slide. Okay, the electric slide is about screwing. And we dance to it, right? There there are other songs. Before I let you go is about breaking up the all of Shaka's music, all of Shaka's music was all about being high. Right. And, and we don't have problems with those. I think it's 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 when it's we have to be careful when it's something that we don't personally like that. We try to bridge it into this corner of, oh, it's anti this, it's anti this. Maybe you just don't understand it culturally. And it's OK to say that you don't understand where that is. Right. William Murphy was in his church doing what he was doing in his church and people didn't listen to the sermon. Right. They got the clip once again and he, it came off of his sermon. Right. They're in Atlanta, which is a dance. That I would rather, as somebody said, that those 5000 people would have been in that church dancing and swag surfing. than they would have been in Atlanta that has one of the highest murder rates and shooting rates on New Year's Eve, that people were in a safe space. Would it have been better if they were in their gym? I don't know, because then we have to talk about, oh, God is in the sanctuary, but God ain't at the gym. Right. God, God is not at the parking lot at the at the 
at the um at the church picnic where okay so now we're saying that this is the holy of holies okay then you got to go back to oh so now we've contained god into the space so yeah. now you're saying that the veil wasn't torn so i think our theologies quite often get us caught up in these conversations because then we have to really question what do we really believe and where is it is it only applicable when we want it to be applicable to us and beneficial to us because I the last time i checked I at, at your family at your family hold reunion on, man, you, you want at your family reunion, you weren't playing order my steps. At your birthday party, you weren't playing total praise, right? Or but, not. but I guess I guess God wasn't there. There wasn't a holy place, and I guess that we not saved when we go to those places. But but let, but then let me ask you this, and I, and and I don't disagree with you. I, I can I can flow with the nuances of all these things, but several things can be true at the same time. And here's my question: So why is it that the sermon is not viral? But that moment is. And if you're in a space to where it's, we ain't at the family reunion, we ain't at the wedding, uh, we, we ain't at homecoming, but we at church and the sermon is not viral, but something that does not glorify why you're there in that environment in the first place goes viral. Then what do you do with that? But that's the thing. Why glorify for who, though? It does not glorify God. When truth is, they use the song to give God glory. We cannot, we can't do that. It's not, I mean, granted, the song was originally made to give God glory, but we can't even say that because we don't know what the artist was thinking of. But we can say that they took that moment, they took that song, and used it as an opportunity to give God glory. And we, we have they weren't giving God glory. Well, does God get the glory out of this? This come on, y'all. Hey, so they gave God glory. Come on. So, so, so they weren't giving God glory. So, but we have to interrogate what what, what, what do we mean by giving God glory? Probably that's why we have to be careful with the words we use, right? Like, what do we mean by giving God glory? Are we are are we saying that they use it as an opportunity to find some joy? Right. Th those are different things. Okay. Have to be okay. very careful with the sense. language that we're using. Right. To express black joy. I First of all, I've never even listened to the lyrics of Swag Sir. Right. Don't don't really care. Right. Right. I don't really care. Say why I said it. I always right. like track. But but when it comes on, I know black folks, no matter how they feeling, Go no matter up. how stressed out they are. Yeah. Right. That something happens. People link up. Yep. People have fun. People ain't ain't caring about the. You know what I'm saying the same thing. If we look at every single song that we listen to and we dance to, Electric Slide, we not listen to the lyrics. Don't nobody know shit. You can't feel it. Nobody knows what that woman is saying. But there's something that that is about black joy. And once again, black joy is not separated into this sacred, secular type of rhetoric, but it's it's an it's an interconnectedness about that draws us together. When I left church, I felt good, right? I, I, and like I said earlier, people will probably be in some and whatever. Like people will probably be livid about some of the stuff that that happens in my church in my church spaces right but you can't say that the gospel is not going on that you can't say that god wasn't glorified in those moments Facts. you can't say that god didn't dwell there because on, on the flip side everybody's not doing it for likes or to to attract people but it's just the culture of balance that happens in churches and i think um we, we also have to interrogate what does it look like to have a culture of balance in our churches it ain't always just shouting and prophesying and all this stuff let people have fun right yep. you know um and and last time i checked when i listened back to the clip i didn't even hear lyrics to the songs i heard clean clean lyric list no 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 the lyrics came on and they talked about the patron in that part of the song so so i'm gonna have to go back I, and look at the clip i heard yeah. people saying it but the band yeah. kicked in 
and all that. But even at the same time, so now we don't drink. Well, and and I think I think K Nick to 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 my point. Good morning, Prophet. God bless all of y'all. I think even to your point, that's wonderful. But to my point that I made the other day, when the other video came on Friday, and we, you know, there was a little bit of this and a little bit of that. If we're going to do one thing, we got to do it to the end. And so if we can't just have a revelation all of a sudden because things hit home and things turn for us differently. I do believe that, you know, if we're going to preach one way, we got to live that what we preach. And so I don't know. I didn't I didn't hear the sermon, so I don't know what the connection was. All I did see was the swag and surf and I heard the lyrics and different things like that. I enjoy the song myself. So when me and my wife be acting foolish in the house, we swag and surf. And come on now. So um, it's just a it's a matter of atmosphere and it's a matter of timing. We just have to be very careful in all things that we do because everything is expedient, but it's not lawful. That's all I gotta say. It's it's so and so to that point, that's his church. If if you come to my church, which is one of the fastest growing churches on the East Coast, that's the culture of our church, right? And our church preaches balance. So I think we have to be careful with saying what's right and what's wrong when it's not our church. It's not as Prophet said earlier, what did God what do we feel that God is calling us to do? with our church and our spaces, then we have to answer to God, right? Um, we may agree with, we may, we, we may disagree with it, right? But if it ain't your church, then go somewhere else. As my pastor, she made a post earlier, Dr. Danielle Brown, I'm, I'm going to pull up because it, it was very interesting. And, and I think it's, it's very applicable to what she said to, to this entire situation. Um, she stated this, she said, I don't see what the big deal what the big deal is. People who don't like their culture of church don't have to go to that one. They've been doing what they do long before yesterday. People are attracted to that. Otherwise they wouldn't have been in there and they wouldn't have been there. I agree. Just don't go to that church. Go to your church. I don't like churches that have people prophesy for 45 minutes and preach for five. I don't go to that church. Okay, Nick, watch this, though. Everybody go to everybody's church. It's social media world. All you got to do is click the link. It, Bishop Murphy is not the only church that did swag and surf on New Year's Eve. There was another church, okay? Dr. R.A. Vernon team that and has swag and surf as well. So, I mean, everybody can go to anybody's church by clicking the link. So because we are internationally global, because we got Facebook and YouTube and all of that, you are now a part. It's not that you are a loyal, good standing member, but your content is out there for everybody to see. That means now everybody can voice their opinion and have a stance about what you said and what you put out there. Right. And and I I agree with that. Even with our culture, we have to be culture minded that other people will see that might just be against our culture. Right. And so and that backlash and that that prestige and that media is going to come regardless. Right. And, and, I, and, and I agree with that. But also on the flip side, we have to understand that sometimes what we do as hyper churchy is also correct. You're absolutely and, correct. And, 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 pe- and, pe- and people don't want to, and people don't want to engage. Right. And so they also have a right to do that. And so, but if people said that we were completely wrong, 
then then and I'm saying we. I'm not saying that's that's the church cultures that I'm at because I go to Balance. I churches, completely understand. Quote unquote, Balance. Nah, we just <laughs> right. We just have you know so, so like we have to understand that that's not attractive to everyone. Also, right. And so people are gonna like what they want. What they want to like. People are gonna go where they want to go. And and we make we make it public. The Catholic Church is public. This is true. And I be and I'm sleep. But I think I don't think it's a church issue. I think it's more so of an issue within it, it comes to our faith. That's why I think Tim Clinton and y'all gotta go watch it. Tim did a, a, a live the other day um, with a bunch of different preachers and we talking about what we believe. Um, and I think within the Christian culture, there's so many imbalances in what everybody believes. It's hard for us to look at this from. A, a spiritual lens and say, okay, well, hey, here's the parameter on it. You know what I'm saying? Because we all believe in different things that tie to our Christendom. So, yes, it may we may say, hey, if you don't like, you know, they culture of church or the way they do church, whatever, just go to a different church. Yeah, that's easy to say when truth of the matter is it's not just about the church. It's about the whole faith in, in itself. Like, if I go to his church, I ain't even going to care. I remember at one time, my pastor, Pastor Michael McCoy Jr., who does, you know what I'm saying, he, he make music. And his music is sometimes somewhat secular, hip-hoppy, but it's still gospel music, too. It sounds like a mix between Tasha Cobb and Nicki Minaj as well. But at the same time, I, I end up, you know, having to flow with it because that's what my spirit had to go with. I mean, not necessarily that's my spirit had to go with, but, you know, of course, doing prayer, worship, and all that other stuff, I found it to be opening to me because I ain't going to cap. When he first started doing some of his music, I was like, uh-uh, Pastor, this is, too, this is a little too worldly. This is a little too hip-hoppy. But then at the same time, me even seeing my pastor and realizing how he reached people, how he connect people, how his music actually ministered to a younger generation like myself, like some of the people who are under me. I mean, well, not under me, but younger than me. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it made sense to me and I think sometimes yes there is a limit there is a area that we should keep things in but at the same time I don't think that we should always say that well God is not used by this glorify this or God can't can't be in this because then we also limit God to what he can do and I think we can never get to a place in a space where we limit God to what God can do because they literally, just, I mean, granted, yes, it's not a song that, that glorifies God. It talks about the Patron, exotic, all the other stuff. But then they also took this moment and says, hey, let's make this song something that we lift up to God. And I get it. It may be a little questionable because we like, huh, mm. I was lifting Patron up to God. Mm. Yeah, that's not well, something that we want to okay. do. Can I, can, I, can I jump? I've been yeah, waiting to jump. Yeah, come on, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Because, I, I mean, we ain't like... lifting that up to God. <laughs> For like 10 minutes okay let's, let's be for real let's be for real let's 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 cut it they were not <laughs> doing that to lift that up to god to glorify god let's stop that because that there there's nothing about that that glorifies god they were doing it to have a moment to make a moment to have fun now i am one who after i saw the clip it was actually me my pastor my co-pastor we were all together last night went back to actually watch the service to see what happened preceding that and i will be honest and say I did not find a real connection. It just felt like 
you just wanted to have a moment to do that. Um, and cool. I mean, the original song was Walk It Out. Somebody started swag surfing. The guy pointed to the DJ, was like, play it. And then she played swag surf. Swag surf wasn't actually the intended song. It was Walk It Out. However, the moment felt really empty because William Murphy never even came back in to say anything. Like, he was literally just standing there with the mic. No connection to whatever he said. There was nothing. It was literally just a moment. So let's just call it what it is. Let's not call it, uh, you know, we glorifying God. They were not glorifying God. There was nothing about that glorifying God. Not in the lyrics, not in the that dance. Was and nothing, nothing was said to connect that to make it about glorifying God. So let's cut it. Like Carlos said, it was it was a moment. It was a moment of, of joy, of dance or whatever. I do think there needs to be a clear line. Um, at times there are some things I'm just not certain lyrics or whatever I feel do not belong in the sanctuary. Um, that's just me. When I come to worship, I come to worship. Yes, there's fellowship, but worship is first. And so there's some stuff in my personal opinion that just does not need to be played in the sanctuary, period, point blank. Um, now, on the flip side of that, I had heard elders say that there are some like R&B or other songs, whatever, they're more scripturally sound. Eh, I, I mean, I don't know. I think if we want to find connections, we can find connections to scripture in anything. Those people ain't writing them songs to scripture in mind. Um, that said, that's why I think some of that stuff just does not necessarily belong in the sanctuary. There's some stuff that you're just not going to do in the sanctuary. And I think we loosen the rules up when it's convenient about what can happen in the sanctuary and what cannot, um, especially as time goes on. Um, to another point, some, some churches have certain cultures. If, if if your church culture is to play stuff like that, that's between your pastor and God if that's what it is. Uh, but people have a right to to like it or not like it, to Bad. whatever. Doesn't mean, that doesn't make them wrong, doesn't make them uptight, doesn't make them judgmental. It just means that it just does not fit necessarily with, with what they do or what they believe. Um, they don't have to be demonized for that. They don't have to, they sin be pointed out. We don't have to talk about whether you drinking or smoking at home. We don't have to do all of that. They don't like it. They don't like it. That's just, that's just period on that. And that's okay. Um, but yeah, I do not. I, I just didn't see the point. It, 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 he could have took a moment to really connect. And again, I would have loved if part of the sermon would have went viral. But I'm going to be honest, and I'm not being shady. Nothing about that sermon was was awesome. Like, nothing about it was super, like, I want to watch it again. Like, nothing. And I watched it. I watched it. And I, I can barely remember. I, did, I went and looked at the whole thing, too. I barely, re I barely remember what was said. So that's why the, the, the whole walk it out part is so... You know, whatever, because there was no real connection um, to the sermon. There was no real connection to what happened preceding that. And so it was really a missed moment, in my opinion, um, to make the connection. Like, if, if you're going to do this, make the connection. Um, say something. He literally stood there with the mic and said nothing. It irritated nothing. me so bad. Like, nothing. Like, the DJ kept coming in to, like you know, put little parts of the song back in or something just to fill the space because he just stood there looking stupid. Like he didn't say nothing. So I didn't really understand the point to to be quite honest with you. Uh, last thing I'll say and I'll let it go. His rebuttal of, well, 150 people were saved. Eh, that number's a little too specific. Number two, they weren't saved because of the music clip that you did. Let's be for real. Um, that, that's not what it was. It I mean, been well, the word. I hope not. It would have been the worship. It had nothing to do with right. your little dance segment. So using that as a rebuttal is just really weird to me but yeah that's it that's my my commentary on that i mean i would understand that as a rebuttal but i get what you're saying that's kind of a stupid justification america i was talking about uh there's 
when you, you know, certain things you teach with music when it's uh, appropriate. Like if you having a, a conference dealing with marriages, and that's what I mean when it, the way God ordained marriage and how you're supposed to love your spouse. Some of R&B is more scripturally sound, mm-hmm. pushing that when it comes to, you know, when you're teaching on that, on relationship, as far as the way God has instructed our relationships to be. And that's why I said words are so important, because this world was done by what was spoken. This world was created by what was spoken, what was said. So that's why certain songs, the words, you know, like you said, if he had made the connection, if he had to change the words of that song to be more, to make the connection, to bring in to the kingdom, I, you know, more than likely I would have flowed with it. I flowed with it. But you played the actual song itself. It might have been the clean version, but it's the, still the actual song about the, the drinking and the, all of that and all that. So, and like you said, he because he, I went back and watched all that, and he looked like a deer in headlights. Yes, he did. So I'm watching it now. So he goes into the walk it out clip, and then he says, but while you're walking it out, you can't do it all by yourself. Are you ready, Tammy? Which means he had already pre-programmed the clip. He said, are you ready, Tammy? Go. And Tammy's the DJ that they hired for the night, which means it was also pre-planned, right? Thinking from the context of what is that one song? And I can I can see the planning for this moment. What is that one song that when people hear it, people link up no matter where they are, no matter what they're doing, and it brings this, this quote-unquote generation immediately together? Right, reach out and touch somebody's hand. The boy, no, you going on some way. Love and happiness, it, but it's not. It's not. That's a, it's swag. That that song is swag, sir. It's swag, sir. You you don't you don't you don't know who next to you. You just know. Oh, the song came on. Put let me put my arm around their neck. We're yep. all apart. Not Christian. Oh my God. <laughs> we buried that song. Don't bring that oh, song back. Not Christian. So sad. Oh, we fi- we finally got rid of that in every praise. Jesus, I can't stand that song. Finally got rid of every praise, and I need you to survive. Lord, don't resurrect it. I, I want to jump in right here where I can. I love y'all been listening and, and smiling and everything. But uh, I was sitting here and I was asking the Lord questions and I said, why do this remind me of hearsay? You know, uh, back in the day, we ain't had no cell phones or nothing. So you tell somebody your business by the time he got to somebody else, your business was totally flip-flop, fried, dirty, <laughs> brown, brought back to life. So in these days and age, we have clips and sound bites. Well, I was curious too, so I went back and watched the whole thing because on TikTok and Instagram, they only show you little bits of clips. And, and I'm like, something missing here. What is going on? And then I get a right. phone call from my son early this morning talking about what do I think about? I don't think nothing about it, baby. I I, I really don't. 
I really don't. That was his church in his time, in, in his moment. And then it took me back to um, the Whispers. And they wrote a song. And I'm, I, I'm, I wish I could remember the song, but they were talking about their niece and how their niece got turned out and she was walking the street. Everybody in my generation that sung this song about whispers, and most of us didn't realize they were telling a story about their niece until we were grown. I love Walk It Out. I'm sorry, I'm in my 60s. I'll be 69 come Friday. Lord, really, Lord. <laughs> and I'm going to be walking it out. Have I been drinking Yes, I have. I didn't have the blue stuff. I didn't have it. Hey. I have done some things that I'm not proud of. Some of them, uh, it is what it is. But I had to get to the point where I said, okay, I don't want to live that life. I look at young people today and they run around here killing each other like people. We in the cowboy days. Hey, why you look at me? Who are you? I'm Boom. just looking your way. I don't like the way you look at me. Boom. Yep. That's the way they did it in the cowboy day. They didn't like your skin color. You was Indian. You was black. You was Chinese. You you was Irish. I don't. They shot you and they didn't care. So I'm looking at a bigger picture. Maybe my picture just started from everybody else. That 150 uh Hmm. He could have said 150 people. Uh, I don't know. He could have used a better word than that because probably out of the 150, 75 of them, it's, it's going to take them repeat. And and after 150, no telling how many of them already done repeated, re-came back, left, re-came back. So we, good topic, but hey, what has happened on New Year's Day? What did you eat? What didn't you eat? Pastor Charles, did you enjoy going to uh, Bishop's <laughs> Church? Did you make it? I need oh, to hear to be fine. Let it go. It ain't Baba your Lena church. Spoke. <laughs> hey. Let the Baba Lena spoke. And, and yeah, so we we uh, after Sunday service, we drove to uh, Dallas, which is Ooh, about I'm a couple drink hours. My water, my, my business. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it was uh, it, it was good. We had it was a good service. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The one thing I know is that when we go to the Potter's house, it's gonna be good church. And this year was just as good and you know and there was no there was no um you felt nothing but the spirit of god there in terms of you didn't you didn't get nobody just throw off spirit nothing like that 
it was just really a good service and the Lord blessed us and 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 Dr. he was Charles, speaking. Who, 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 did somebody preach? Because I seen the morning service on what Joel Tubman's um preach, right? Oh did, yeah, oh yeah. So Bishop was saving his energy for the, for that night. Oh, so he so did the show. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, so he he surely preached, and he was talking about you know he said he had to they had to glue the church back together because Joel Tutman tore it up so bad. Facts. On I'm Sunday morning, I'm telling you that morning service, Joel went around <laughs> yeah. there laying hands, prophesying. He turned up that morning. So I that's what I'm talking about. Service, but I missed but, the night service. But that's what you do, man. That's what you do. And uh, like I said, for our service, uh, Lord bless us. We were able to get in, and we did our gold offering piece, and. Um, and it was good, and we just finished it up, and it was just so um, we were able to finish and, and get ourselves uh, uh, into some regular clothes again. And we drove, me and my wife drove up, and man, let me tell you something. I love the people of God here. I love uh, especially, I love everybody. I just love everybody. But let me tell you something. The connections and the blessings that I've received uh, over this year, just from knowing you all and just being around you has been a blessing it's just been a blessing and and i'm i'm so glad to be able to say that um i'm looking forward to a great new year um what i didn't do i didn't i you know what i washed clothes yesterday yes i did i washed clothes i washed clothes i didn't i didn't have no black eyed peas no i don't i didn't you know see i mean and and i was telling the church about that yesterday i said y'all stop with these these cultures Crazy so things you just do. Stuff. Just super, yeah. Just, you sure you know, did, you, y'all. I, 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 I did a new thing on New Year's Day. Mm-mm. I I did something that I wanted to do that was new that I had never done before in my life because I was told I couldn't cook. I did a turkey. I'm That's sorry. what I want to do. I seasoned it myself, thawed it out, cleaned it. I butted it up and all up in it like I like I felt like I was violating the turkey that I butted and put the seasoning on it. I said, Lord, I'm violating the Violating the turkey. No, Lord I, Jesus. I did that. That was and it was a big bird. And I did it because I'm gonna make some hash. I'm gonna give me some potatoes and make me some hash. That was the first time in my life that I did a turkey myself because I wanted to do something new and different. And that turkey is good. It when it came, I put it in that bag and all that goods and all them juices and everything, and it's juicy and it's all of that. And it would it cooked so that the turkey fell apart in the bag because it was so tender. I was happy with myself. I said, I did me a turkey by myself. Now, now go to the store. Now go to the store and get one of them uh them them bag them uh, that machine that pulls sucks the air out, and you can ship that over here. To Colleen, Texas, <laughs> and you can ship some over, and and you can stop all this stuff because you sitting here trying to make our mouth water this early in the morning. I, I'm sorry. I took, I took and I, you know, we took out, we made sure all the bones out. I packed some, put in the freezer for later, so it could be good hash. I got the 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 juice. I'm gonna, you know, put that in something, and you know, baby, free. I'm gonna freeze that freeze that the juice off of it. Cause my daughter was picking the bones out. She was eating turkey, and she was picking the bones out of turkey. I would have too. Oh, I, I did. I, I went to Waffle House. I went to Waffle House on New Year's Day. 
So that's good. I just, I'm believing God for a Waffle House in my town. And I don't care what you say. Most people say, you eat at that place. It's that old dude. It, it ain't right until the grill has the grill been used. Shut up. It ain't right. If it ain't been cooked by somebody with a hat net on. It ain't right. But I had good breakfast New Year's Day because we went to, they cooked breakfast after the New Year's Eve service we went to. And they made a, a, a breakfast casserole, a pa- casserole. Lord, him or that thing was delicious and had French toast and waffles and all the good stuff. And uh, and they got through it. They had a whole little, nice little pan of casserole left. At the, and the woman said, somebody want to take it home? I said, me. <laughs> so it was wonderful. I'm still eating food now. I'm trying to figure out what I'm I eating. Was just, well, I don't even know when men like that. Go ahead, man. Mama, you said do a knockdown. <laughs> Mama, let me go to the I was asleep. The blessing that served, they started at 10 and with the service and the breakfast. And we were back at, at home a little after 2. So it wasn't all night. It was good service. The folk got up and testified and gave some good testimony. And we weren't talking about cars and they one time I some young man got up said, I thank God I've been on my own. He had been on his own since he was 12. He said, and none of my family reached out. My my mother has a lot of siblings. My dad had a lot of siblings. He said, I thank God that I'm in this church and I have a family. And he's dating a young lady in the church. He said, and y'all have treated me like family. And he was one of the cooks of the breakfast. He said, I thank God that God gave me a family in this church. I said, you better thank God for family. You better come on here. They did testimonies like that. I'm in my right mind, all I've been through, and I'm still here. They they told a church up and testimony back to back, and you didn't have to make them get off the seat. They were literally testifying <laughs> back to back. Y'all, speaking of testimonies, I actually, for the first time in my life, testified last night um, concerning my husband. I didn't tell anybody what I was going to say. Like the church didn't know, but I didn't even tell my pastor what I was going to say. So after morning service, I went to the hospital um, to see my husband. And I planned to just be there for maybe 30 minutes, but some things happened that had me there for a few hours. And... um, I, you know, got up and shared my husband's story through because for a while we weren't saying you got anybody who follows me knows that I just went public. Uh, was that Friday or Saturday? I just went publicly and shared. Um, if you weren't close, you didn't know what happened. And even in the public statement, I hit a lot. Um, but <clears throat> I basically got up and, you know, shared what happened from the beginning. Um, you know, that my husband had led praise and worship that morning. And by that night, he was in emergency brain surgery. And we were going through the story and I was like telling them how the doctors were preparing me to be a widow. And, you know, there was one doctor in particular that was just very, kept telling me I was in denial, like you're in denial, you know, it's okay. I know you don't want to lose your husband, but you're going to need to prepare, blah, 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 blah. Well, y'all, when I walked into the hospital yesterday, my husband was on his feet. My husband was standing. Don't you do that on here. Don't you do that. Don't you do it. I sell a dance. Don't do that. With the help of a physical therapist and that same doctor who told me my husband wasn't going to make it. All week, they've been sitting my husband like on the edge of the bed for a while, like slowly, gradually doing things. They literally had him on his feet. And so I shared with the saints and the church went, 
bonkers. I want to um, clear that row out. Clear it out. They huh, cleared the church bit. out. They cleared the church out really, really bad. Real bad. Uh-huh. I just put the mic down just as nice and walk back. Put her out. She's starting um, the ruckus. Put her out. She, she, uh, you about to yeah, start the ruckus so. in here. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. God right is there. good, y'all. As of yesterday, he... um. He has begun to try to swallow, which is good because that'll help us to, you know, him to be able to eat. My husband has not eaten anything in five weeks. And my husband's a foodie, so I know it's killing him. Mom, I just um, can't you go sit down and be quiet. You started something <laughs> He's up. So he, he is swallowing. Um, his vocal cords, for whatever reason, are not, like, coming together when he speaks. Um, but we're working on that with speech therapy so he can get a sound out. But he's mouthing things. He's He's... Come so much farther in far weeks, five weeks than they ever said, because he was supposed to be a vegetable. So there's that. So I shared that last night, Church One Bananas. At some point, I'm going to record and clip it and put it on my page. So when you can can share some pictures, uh, I mean, whatever you can share, um, please let me know when that's going to be, because that'll just make it more powerful and put it on the screen. We were when we were praying. This is what we were. This is what he was dealing with. But now, as of today, because we're gonna tear the church up to Sunday, I'm going. I'm just going to go ahead and let it let it happen. Yes, sir. I have plenty of um, you know, pictures and videos and things like that. So um, I will definitely share. I saw that you had tried to share a video when you had talked about Ryan the first time, but it looked like they just couldn't get it up on the screen. Um, but yeah, I'll send you. Um, and, you know, if you need before, current, whatever, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yes, if you can send me before or, you know, before and then, yeah, current, that would be great. Next, you know, almost have what you can, whatever you need to do. I'm playing. But, you know, <laughs> listen, I don't, I, we just want to be able to bless God with you and continue to, uh, I can tell our saints about making known his deeds among his people, God's deeds. When he does something, I mean, can he trust you to share um, when the time is appropriate, of course. Um, what he's done. And I wasn't can you trust I don't you? Like that yeah. Propel water, none of that. I'm, I'm, I don't like it either. Motherland ain't talking to us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what'd she say? But yeah, I, got <laughs> I don't like Gatorade. Why are you just sharing? They were like, why, you know, why are you just telling a lot of people, like, why didn't you tell me? You know, and I'm like, well, because at the time, you weren't relevant to what was happening. I needed people who could pray. That, come on here. Come me. on here. That part. I needed people who weren't going to talk and who were just going to, you know, lift us up and, you know, help us. So, because now, even though you've got the information, 99% of the people who now know still haven't reached out to say, can I help you? Do you need anything? I know you got two small kids. Like, they still haven't reached out. So, you, what was you going to do with the information besides pass it around anyway? You weren't going to be of a help. Put no, they didn't put no $20 in your hand. Exactly. So you weren't going to be of support. The support that I needed, I got. Without the public knowing, my rent has been paid. My kid's Christmas got, got yeah, taken uh, care the of. Lady, didn't I just tell you to go sit down and be so, quiet because you yeah. starting stuff now? Those who so need to know, know. People hey! like my brother Carlos. I had a lot going on. I was sick. I had my kids. My brother went and picked up prescriptions for me. Went across town for me. I know it wasn't convenient. But the people that I needed did what they needed to do. So that's that's that. So y'all who are just finding out, pray if you want to pray, and if you don't, just shut up. I'm throwing a chair in the church. I'm finna slang it. I'm gonna slang my whole purse at, at your picture because you it's eleven. You ain't supposed to be starting this at no eleven oh nine Eastern Standard Time. Who God, I give you glory for for her husband and that family. I give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
Okay, I'm on mute. I'm about to go in. I'm sorry. Goodbye. And our prayer is not just that God just um, makes us alive. We want, we we're praying uh, for um, quality of life, and we're praying we're praying for complete restoration. Like and it never happened. Even, in the name of Jesus, that's what our prayer is. So I'm I'm just thanking Him in advance. Thank God. Mm. And the folks get to see it. That's what I'm saying. I, I want the people. To their faith to arise that when you pray, when we pray together about certain things, that things happen. That's what I want to say. Yeah, that's what I want to be put out there. So this blessing us. This is blessing us. Yeah, God promised me that it wasn't unto death or disability. My husband wasn't disabled before. He won't be disabled after. Jesus, thank you. Okay, I'm going to go back on mute because I, I feel something. I'm bubbling. I'm bubbling. Thank you so much for sharing that with us still. I mean, let me tell you something that, whew, wow, wow. Makes you, it makes you want to go on, people. I mean, that's, it makes me want to go on, keep doing what I'm doing. Sometimes you can get in a place where you're like, eh, this, you know, it's, you know, you can get so regular in your faith sometimes and just, we're just, you know, if nothing ain't happening, we ain't doing nothing. But this right here keeps me, want to make me continue to move forward and continue to make sure that uh, I know that my prayers work. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. God bless. Hallelujah. Yeah, that is one thing I've learned through this is that I always knew God heard us the first time. I always knew that. Um, but my faith has really been strengthened through this um, and literally trusting God for the next breath, for the next moment. If you've never been in a position where you have to literally live second by second, moment by moment, I don't wish it for you, but keep living. Because um, literally, I lived minute by minute that first probably three to four days of my husband's condition. Um, if you ain't never been scared when the phone rang, keep living. Talk um, about it. If you ain't never wanted to throw your phone in an ocean somewhere, keep living. I don't wish it on you. Um, but to now be able to breathe to be able to FaceTime my husband, for my husband to be able to write. Um, I anticipate by the end of the week being able to leave his phone with him so that he can text and he can FaceTime. I just need the nurses to to guarantee me that they'll keep an eye on the phone. Um, but yeah, he's at that point now. The man who was supposed to be a vegetable, he's no longer ICU status. Um, he is stepped down. Um, so yeah, all the things they said wouldn't happen if happened. It is really just strengthened, strengthened my faith. There is nothing, I already know. There, I've never questioned God's ability. I know there's nothing he can't do, but I've literally seen the impossible happen. And so y'all, I believe the sky can be purple tomorrow. That's just how strong my faith is at this point. Um, literally, the sky can be purple tomorrow. And I will argue down that the sky will be purple after midnight. That's how strong my faith is. All I got to say is this, that next album is going to be higher. Oh, you and know it. Hey, man. You know it. I asked him. <laughs> that next album is going to be. And he had most of it written. He, he, he didn't know why he had been, you know, like writing so much the last six months. The whole next album he thought was written. And I was like, no, you're going to have more after this. So, you know, he has pen and paper and all of that that I've been giving to him. And I asked him, I was like, you know, you and God, I know you and God have been talking. Have you been writing music? And he nodded his head. I said, do you have melodies you need to get out? And he nodded his head. I said, okay, well, we're going to keep working in speech so that you can hum them out or whatever. And he did the, like, he put his hand up in the air as if to write. So I wrote in paper and my husband started writing down like music. And I don't understand. I, I can't read music, but he literally started writing it out like writing notes and stuff out so i don't know what him and god have been talking about but i anticipate 
melodies directly from heaven after this on that album. And Miracle Mom, does he have a does he have a person that he wrote with on the album that can read music? Um, no, my husband wrote everything, but he does have a producer that reads music. Yes. Okay, whatever he writes, get it to, get it to them quick. Get it to them. They'll know, they will know what to do. Take a picture of everything do. he do. I'm sorry. Take a picture of everything that every note he write, every word he write. So y'all can say, we had this, we done this. Um, so don't nobody try to come and take because you know. I, I, oh yeah, after he so writes, and whatever he writes while I'm there, I take it home with me. Um, not really even just for security, just so that I had it, because I'm like documenting his whole process. Um, I take that stuff home with me anyway. So um, I have I have everything that he wrote. It was just a couple of notes, um, but I had it. I have all of that that stuff with me, um, and will continue to. So um, you know, as we come through this, I'll definitely be giving it. You know, giving it to his producer or whatever. But by that point, Ryan will be saying it. He will be singing it. He will be playing it. So yeah. Oh, that song keeps coming, keeps bubbling. But I've seen him do it. It's working out for me. Don't you start. Don't you sing. Pastor Charles, you know, you used to be on your little your organ and stuff sometimes, and you start playing. I don't know if you're in your or by your organ or whatever right now, but I know you used to start playing your. Uh-uh, we're not going to church this morning. Uh-uh, uh-uh, not doing it. I'm not going to I'm going to do a little two-tap. My, 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 my right side of my oblique has been really hurting real lately, so I'm going to just do a little two-tap. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm praising God for that moment. Because um, I literally just, like, I don't know. It's going to sound crazy, but I almost, like, saw, like, something like Kurt Franklin when he did that little Father's Day like I literally see like the story being told and being depicted and people seeing the video of the trans of the transpiring of what's going on from when he wasn't when it what, what the doctors had said all the way to his full recovery his full restoration like I'm I'm so that's excited that's why I'm recording that's exactly why I'm, I'm recording Ebony you are so strong and so built for a lot of this because I know there's people who they'll take vows and they'll say from sickness and health. And as soon as something goes wrong, they're ready to bounce out. Like they're done. You know what I mean? And, you know, even through what you went through with your children and now with your, uh, your husband, like you are just so built for this. Like you're so strong in so many ways. And I, um, I want to make sure we, you know, we honor you in this too, because, you know, the, uh, the 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 wives and the they gotta take care of this and this that and the other like er, listen everybody want to be married right they're like i want to be married i want to be married i can't wait for my husband can't wait for my wife but you know what you gonna do when if something happened when a, a illness strike that spouse and you gotta wipe their butt right or you gotta uh wipe the drool off their mouth or help them feed or or or, or walk them through talking or um you know help them with their products, projects still in the midst of their illness and stuff like that. It's so much that goes along with being a spouse and other just laying in the bed together and get to see each other naked. There's so many other things. Are you really prepared for what it really, what it, all it comes out to? And I want to just tell you, you are so built for this. And I'm grateful uh, just to hear your story and how strong you are 
no one would even know what you're going through. Like no one would even know what you what you're walking through. Which not only does it show you know your tenacity, but it also do show like a proven your proven faith. So I'm um very free to see this. And, and I want to say to you too, Lady Ebony, um, what I heard was grace under fire for you. There's been a lot of grace that you walked in. I had no idea um, what you and your husband was going through. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know that story, but it, it definitely makes me respect you even more. And there definitely will be glory on the other side of all that you and your husband has been through because of how you have carried it, especially in the time where, you know, we have all these crazy discussions about 50, 50 and, uh, just all this crazy stuff that a lot of singles and a lot of even married people or divorced people are saying, and for you to be really literally walking out those vows and letting God shape your testimony. I, I mean, I definitely honor the grace on the fire that you have has shown. And I didn't even know all of what I just heard. So much honor and respect to you and your husband. And I'm looking forward to dancing when I hear that the miracle that God has uh, proclaimed through you comes to pass. I appreciate your family. I do. I really do. Um, his grace is sufficient. Everybody keeps asking me, like, how were you doing this? How did you not lose your mind? How did you not break that? His grace is sufficient. And I got four little eyes looking at me. And they will want to know. My daughter is, is of the age to want to know where my father is and what's happening. And so, you know, just modeling this before her. Now, I ain't going to lie. I have cried many a tears. Uh, if the walls of my room could talk. Of course. Um, you know, it is, I've had more, it has been very lonely when you've lived 14 years of your life with someone experiencing a day without them is a, a stretch, but experiencing major milestones and birthdays and holidays. And I'm actually at my pastor's house right now. I've been with them since New Year's Eve because I just didn't want to be by myself because I'm used to doing certain things with my husband. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been, it's been tough, but his grace really has been sufficient and he really carried me through the hardest part where people want the attention of I'm going through cater to me I didn't have that I had close friends and family who were surrounding me but I didn't have the public now the public is aware and I'm like I don't really need y'all for nothing uh we made it through the hard part already bless you um but yeah God God carried me through those those very very difficult moments and it gets exhausting I'm I'm exhausted in every sense of the word but every day when I come in and hear more about more progress that he's making um him standing yesterday just gave me a glimpse back into my husband that I know um so all of those things really really give me courage to go on and even you know these spaces when I get up in the morning you know getting my daughter on the bus when I'm talking to y'all I'm preparing me and my son to go to the hospital if I check out it's because I've gotten to the hospital and so you guys have kind of helped me to to fill that space as well so I want to thank you guys family just for the conversation just for um you know just for being here you know in those different difficult moments, those who knew. I shared what originally happened in the mod chat. Um, and I've been sharing over the past five weeks or so, um, you know, here in the room, like my husband's progress and what's been happening. And you guys have been praying and just rooting for us. And um, I do not take it for granted. So I just I just want to tell you guys, thank you. And I can't wait till we can get on the plane and go to Pastor Charles Church so the people of Kingdom can see my husband live and in living color and the group can perform uh, and all that good stuff. It's going to be a time. Ooh, miracle, mom. <laughs> um, 
Your name's gonna change. It's not gonna be Miracle Mom. Uh, yeah, your 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 platform and everything is gonna be Miracle Mama, but it means your name is gonna change. Um, your book is coming. It's gonna be a powerful story. Your life story is powerful. Um, I am in awe of you to only known you the little time I have known you and heard your story. I say to God be the glory. Because you have embraced things that most people, as Dr. Patton said, would have checked out, as J.Y. would have said, from even just giving birth within itself. Um, all the mothers on here can tell you, giving birth is not easy. But then when you give birth to babies that you got to pray and fight with them to live another minute, is a whole different beast. And I am in awe of you with that. And then to be married. And you take your husband to the hospital for one thing, and the table flipped. But you still there, and you still standing, and you watching, and you rooting for him, and you praying, and you you hear the doctors, but you in your quiet man, you saying, mm -mm, "That's a lie. I ain't believing that, and I ain't taking that because God didn't tell me that. He didn't show me that. He didn't. Mm -mm. I am in awe of you." And I will always be in awe of you. And I thank God I got to know you. But it's not, your name is not Miracle no. It's not. Your platform will be called that. But your name has changed. I love you. Well, what's wonderful about this too is that um, we didn't, I didn't know of, know your husband. You talked about him. You talked, you talked about him enough to let us know that he, what he meant, what he means to you uh, from the beginning, um, which is great. And that is, uh, that's something that's, that's everybody doesn't have. Everybody doesn't have that ability to talk about their spouse and think of their spouse in a better way. Uh, then they, you know, in, in, a, in a healthy way, I should say. And um, that's the first thing. Second thing is I've never met him. I've never had a conversation with uh, uh, Pastor Ryan or Elder Ryan. And, um, but the connection that God gave through you made us want to, um, to take notice. I think a lot of times what we don't realize uh, is 
is how we sometimes treat our spouses or treat our family members or treat people in general. Um, some people will never, ever know the people that help you along the way. They don't, they don't know your spouse. They don't know your family dynamic unless you share it sometimes. But uh, the faith comes when we recognize who you are and we see you and we say, Lord, well, she, she's not for no chucking and jiving and she ain't going to marry, she ain't marry no junk. And if she is reaching out and saying, this is what they're saying and this is what I'm believing for, then why can't we, um, people of faith, join with that faith and, um, and believe God too? And so, yes, um, it, it's, it is God's divine appointment, his divine direction. He's, he's going to do what, he, what he's going to do anyway. We know that. But if he's made you a promise, this right here blesses my spirit even more. Because what I recognize is that if he made you a promise, I know he he's made me some promises and that we can trust him that what he has said he's going to do and what's going to happen is going to happen. And I'm so, so very, very thankful for you, for your children and for your husband, for all of y'all as a family unit, that God has so much in store for you all that he would allow even this process to happen so that God can get the glory. And that's what I told our saints on Sunday. I keep saying yesterday. I told them yesterday, I said, listen, you, you want the big, you want God to do stuff for you. You want, you want elevation, you want blessing, but can he trust you that when you get it, that um, you will say that it was him that did it. And, you know, and I'm just thankful to God to know that there are some trustworthy people that, that are, in my circle, or I'm, we're in circles together that have that as a testimony. May the Lord continue to bless. Yeah, please send me that information and send me those pictures because I'm sure going to uh, have, a, have a wonderful discussion about that uh, um, probably on Sunday. <laughs> and that discussion is probably going to turn into a dance of some kind. Pray for us. Pray for us. We, and we're still a dance in church. We, did, we, don't, we don't usually dance to secular, but to, uh, we do dance. Before the Lord went with the with the praise and with worship. Hallelujah. Amen. Prophet, are you there? Or am I here? Yeah, I was gonna say he no, you're here. He ain't. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I said I'm still sending out, <clears throat> sending out prophecy. I have email and work to do. Yeah, I know. It's it's eleven o'clock. I'm working. Um, I think that was it, though. I don't got nothing else that we to talk about today. Um, I think this was a valid conversation. It was an important conversation. I definitely think <clears throat> that the conversation is going to get a little bit deeper as we go forward. Um, Ebony, I ain't even gonna cap. You came in and actually was in the vein because I was praying about your husband like yesterday, the day before one of those, I think it was the day before New Year's day before one of them. And even to the point where he was on the playlist this morning, like he was on the music playlist this morning. Even if you look back in the chart and scroll to the very top, when Carlos came in, he gonna tell me, hey, that's Ryan. Because I was playing his song this morning um, because he was already in my heart and my spirit. So everything that you're saying, um, just know, hey, I'm I'm with you in spirit and in prayer, cause yeah, I kind of expected that this morning. Like that's literally why I put him in a playlist for this morning, because I don't know, he's just in my prayer, all, like all this weekend. So 
Yeah, I'm excited about everything that guy's going to do. I think the conversation, you know, this week, we're going to take it a little bit deeper because it's some things that I shared even in the mod chat. And here's the thing. If you're not a part of the mod chat, don't feel bad. As long as you follow on Instagram, as long as you follow on the Facebook, you will see everything that we see. You'll get everything that we get. Only thing that's different is we probably talk more in the mod chat. And they don't even talk more in the mod chat. They don't even talk. They don't reply. I just be sending stuff and then they just look at it. You know what I'm saying? So, Please don't feel bad. We share, we try to share everything because truth is, these are conversations that we're going to have um, more and more. Even as I go and to release the word of the Lord for this year, I'm going to let people know that this is going to be a confusing year. That's part of my prophecy. This is going to be a confusing year. But me being a prophet, me hearing God also allows me to be able to put myself in a position and in a posture where I can combat some of the things that happen. When God gives us certain like prophecies and word of the Lord and stuff like that, it's not for us to just sit back and just be like, oh, well, this is going to happen. No, it's for you to actually play a part in it. It's for you to actually give a word. When God shows me somebody's sick, guess what? I'm going to pray because I know that my prayer is going to help them get healed. Now, granted, I don't control the healing, but at the end of the day, I do believe that, you know, certain things that actually help, even when it comes to us in this room, there are going to be times where we're going to have to have some uncomfortable conversations. The William Murphy conversation, Mama Lynn, and thank you for reeling us back in. Yes, it was an uncomfortable conversation. We didn't want to have it, and some people didn't, was trying to figure out why we even talking about it, but those are conversations that I think need to be had because as we move forward in this world, we have to be able to set those those boundaries. <laughs> we have to be able to set those standards and those boundaries. We have to be able to come to the table and have conversation in order to educate people, not to just criticize, not to demonize, but to educate people and also encourage people to move into the right direction. Granted, I tell people all the time, yes, profit going to come on here and I'm going to play, I'm going to joke, I'm going to be silly, but in the, in the whole totality of my being, I'm praying that you get closer to God, whether that's me irritating you or whether that's me walking with you, holding your hand, I'm praying. There's something that I do pushes you to God. And even in our conversation, and I hope y'all keep this in mind as we go throughout the new year, though. But even in our conversation as we go throughout the new year, don't feel like your time is wasted. Know that you are valuable. And I'm saying this to each and every person in this room. Know that you are valuable. Know that we have a purpose in life. And so, though, and I say every morning, though things may be frustrating, aggravating, irritating, trust God, rely on God, depend on God, and know that we are making an impact. Because when I tell you we're going to have this conversation probably tomorrow or the next day or two about why so many young black people are actually switching to Muslim. I, I sent that to y'all in the group chat, too, and I'm going to actually share it on the actual page today. But that's going to be our conversation for tomorrow, because 2024 is going to be a year where I'm going after the people of God, whether it be in my podcast, whether it be, yeah, in this podcast, whether it be me sending prophecies, which I'm still doing, whether it be me going out there being a model and being an example, because when I go out there and be a model, I'm also being an example for the brand that I have and the businesses that I represent. So, you know what I'm saying? With all of this, I want us to be our best, live our best, and enjoy 2024. I think those are all my final remarks for today. Um, yeah, I was trying to like write them all uh, down. Prophet, yes, ma'am. Can, can I say this real fast? Okay, go whatever the Whatever Father God gives you concerning, and I'm going to say this for all of us in the room, each one of us individually, whatever he gives you, please obey him when he says speak it. Speak okay. it. Yes, please don't don't hesitate because of 
oh, I don't know what she might say that. And you know I be nervous. I be scared I don't, sometimes. Don't be nervous. Well, especially right. concerning me, whatever okay. he gives you. You right. I receive that. Whatever. Go I receive that. Obey God to the letter. I'm a witness. I receive it's, it. And it's going to be on you all right. It's going to be uncomfortable for you, as well as all of us in certain situations. Mm-hmm. I receive but go it. forth in his power. Go forth in his anointing. Speak it and keep it moving. Amen. You're right. Amen. I receive that. I receive that. Elder. I didn't even care. I do. Because people don't know. Like I get real nervous. I know I'll be hearing God, but I get real nervous. I'll be like, God, should I really say this to them? Like, God, you really thought? <laughs> like, hold on, Lord. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Right, I'm gonna get it. Listen, I think that's really it. Like, I pray that we have a continuously have a great year. Um, anybody who know me know that I took all day yesterday to actually pray, spend time in the Lord. My conversation wasn't on this podcast yesterday because I was talking to God, my grandma, and my mama. You know what I'm saying? Literally, my grandma, my mama, and actually my sister and her daughter. You know what I'm saying? Spent almost over an hour on the phone yesterday. If I, y'all know, normally on Mondays, we'd be like, what's your weekend highlight? And granted, it's Tuesday. So if I was to even share, you know what I'm saying, my weekend highlight, it was literally start my new year off talking to my what, 94, 84? Yeah, 84-year-old grandma. My grandma was born in 1941. So she was like my 84-year-old grandma, being able to talk to her this year and my mama and my sister and her daughter, literally three, four generations of people and being able to speak to them, pray over them. And one thing people don't, I mean, well, if you know me, you know. But anyway, I'm literally the prophet of my family. I'm the prayer of, prayer of my family. I covered my family. So even yesterday, as we were talking, I was able to actually cover my family cover three generations of women in my family of people in my family and just be a blessing and i'm excited about it so even as we go into this year and i'm trying to wrap up and get to final remarks make sure i don't miss anything because i think that's really about here i just want to challenge you guys though to continue to be great continue to come into this room don't have that superstar spirit <laughs> in jesus name because i ain't gonna care there are people who wait every morning for us to get on here. You know what I'm saying? Literally, I was in here this morning for the first 20 minutes probably by myself, and it was a bunch of people just sitting in the audience. And I'm like, wow, God, I could not be more happy and grateful for what God has given me. There are some days where I'm reluctant to get on here. I'd be like, God, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? But each and every morning when I get on here, we always find a way to have fruitful products fruitful, positive, and productive conversations that not only helps us get through our day, but it helps the people that we're connected to get through their day, and it helps them work out their relationship and faith with God. And that's all that we're continuously do. Church should not just be a one-day type of thing, but church should be something that we live, which is why each and every day here, we wake up with a prophet and we enjoy gospel music, we enjoy prayer scripture, and we enjoy healthy conversation that takes us to a new level and faith in our relationship with God. So as we close this this first episode of this year, I'm going to definitely thank you guys. I appreciate you and show my love to you guys. But I'm going to also challenge you guys to put your all into this year. You know what I'm saying? Not into this show or whatever, but put your all into this year. Wherever you go, whatever you do, show up and be the best you that you can be. Be the best person that you can be. Show up and let people know that guess what? God sent you there 
for a reason and for a purpose. Don't have an attitude this year. Don't be nasty this year. Don't be petty this year, but be all that God has called you to be because somebody this year is going to depend on you. Guess what? If I was still sleeping on myself, we probably would never be on waking up with the prophet. But because somebody else believed in me, y'all know Rashonda started this because Rashonda pushed me to be who God has called me to be just like Elder even just encouraged me just then. I want to push you in the same way. Don't hesitate. Don't be fearful. Don't be scared, but step out and believe what God has called you to be. Amen. Amen. All right. And I'm going to stop right there because that's my little preaching moment for the day. Leave me a favor. Pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order with final remarks and question of the day. And y'all know we're going to treat Tuesday like it's a Monday because we were here yesterday. So the question of the day is still simple. It is what is your weekend highlight as you crossed over into the new year? What was the highlight of your new year? What was something that you're grateful for, thankful for? What is the blessing? For me, like I told y'all, it was me being able to talk to my mama and my grandma. You know what I'm saying? Now, granny, ain't gonna cap. The blessing of it was, you know what I'm saying, being able to see them and talk to them. But I'm just thankful for it because truth is, I could have been dead last year. I was in a car accident last year. I had some issues last year that hit me financially and personally to where I was like, God, I ain't pay, I can't pay, but God kept me and held me. So I'm thankful that I made it into this year. So yeah, that's my highlight for this weekend. That, I mean, yeah, for this weekend, for last year, all the other good stuff. That's all I have. I think I don't got no announcements or nothing like that. Um, so yeah, pull the refresh again. See you guys are on the stage and we're gonna go in that order. Starting with Mama Lynn, Pastor Charles, and then Elder. Mama Lynn, it's on you. Wow, loaded question, loaded question. I am so grateful for life within itself. Um, I had so much joy uh, last year to be able to travel and travel with my daughter and uh, go see my friend's daughter graduate from college and, you know, uh, just talking to y'all, you all every day and learning new bits and pieces about each other as that was the joy. Uh, the end of the year, uh, Christmas, my daughter and I were sick as dogs. I mean, we were literally sick. She trying to take care of me. I'm trying to make sure she all right, and we're both literally sick. Christmas, mm -mm. Uh, but then I kept fighting through and I told the Lord, I'm not going into the new year sick. I don't care what nobody say, think, whatever, I'm not doing it. Uh, we were able to cook a, a dinner for New Year's. Now, we ain't had no black eyed peas, we ain't had no ham. We had greens, macaroni cheese, candy yams, uh, dressing, and rib. Baby back at that. So I am thankful. Uh, I got another milestone, and that's at the end of this week. I am thankful for life and for you all, because I got to talk to you all today and listen. 
Layal. It as I can't wait for 24, and I can't wait to tell y'all my complete journey as, as I go on the way. So yeah, I'm looking forward to 24. Love you. My fault, I'm talking on mute, but thank you so much, Mama Lynn. I appreciate that. And I'm looking forward to 2024 as well. I pray that this will be a successful year for all of us. And I thank you so much just for coming in here and being being willing to learn, to laugh, to listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this room has been impactful for all of us. And I pray that we can actually have another year to enjoy it together as well. So thank you so much. Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. do 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 great day great room thank god for another year that we've made it we're here by the grace and the, the mercies of god um had a great weekend all weekend and like i said some of it was had a little bit of heart-wrenching pieces to it um like i said when i had to do part of the some more bishopric things had to be done but that was amazing and um but just being able to go away uh for a day go to church me and my wife went and uh we could tell that we've gotten older just we're not that we touch a neighbor and turn around and we were sitting there just looking like "Mm -mm." i'd have looked at you about four or five times we're good (laughs) but it was uh but it was definitely a great uh great uh services great services we're so thankful to god that we're we're here and uh we made it praying, uh, though, that God would continue to over, overshadow us with his power and strength as we are called to do what it is we're called to do. Uh, looking forward to some great stuff this whole new year, and um, yeah, our kickoff was great. Love y'all. Have a wonderful week, and uh, looking forward to even more conversation and better conversation as well uh, during the course of our time uh, for 2024. God bless. Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. Bishop Designate. Bishop Designate Charles, I appreciate you so much, Pastor Charles. Um, who's next? Elder Elder Sandra is on you. Last but not least, Doop. I am thankful, as all of us are, for getting into twenty twenty four. I am thankful. My daughter graduated college. I am thankful that one of my little babies that used to follow me around. He's he's eight and she would watch me pray in services and be around me when I was praying and she told her mom at one time she said Elder Elder Walker be over there praying when her eyes closed she really you know and to have her watch me like that it was that was a blessing and then she got baptized Saturday uh at the church that she attends so her mom sent me the video of it and I, that just made my heart just flutter uh, to see my babies, uh, those that call me auntie, the singing in, in the services during the holiday sing, uh, season, singing the, the praise of God. And they're, uh, my youngest one, he's uh, five. And for them to be singing, leading songs and uh, giving God praise and glory and they're four, five, six, seven, and eight. Just did, did my heart just wonderfully. Just, I'm just thankful. Uh, 
excited about what God has in store um, for all of us. Uh, he's shifting me in areas, preparing me for the next move uh, that he is about to do here in 2024. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the discussions. I love having the, the discussions on this podcast of things that need to be addressed and talked about. Um, when it comes to the church as a whole, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for hearing this. I'm looking forward to, uh, coming down to Colleen. I, Lord, how have you work it out? But I want to be in Colleen, Texas, uh, doing those services. I'm excited about coming to Colleen. So I'm just excited. I'm excited for you, Prophet O, and what he's transitioning you into to your next level uh, as a prophet of this generation, uh, a prophet uh, that is speaking and not scared to speak. Or thus said the Lord. So I'm excited to watch what he does with you. Uh, I'm always excited what he's always doing with Lynn because I see that on a daily basis. So, uh, it, it's just exciting to see. And I'm thankful that I have a part in the process. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for the part I have in the process of it. If it's just a word of encouragement or just being on here listening, I'm thankful that I have a part in the process that I can say, yeah, I knew him when, and he was doing the same thing. He was giving the word to the Lord then and going to give it now. I, I'm going to be that one. He was, he's always gave it. This ain't nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to be that, I'm that mother that be like, he always been that way. So I'm excited. I'm truly excited. <laughs> and I did my first turkey by myself. And it was a big one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Elder Sandra. <laughs> I tell you, I love your spirit so much. I really do. I just can't help but to laugh. I really do. And I thank you so much for being here with us. I mean, you really, you know what I'm saying, help me realize the impact of what God is calling me. I know sometimes, you know, I sleep on myself and even people, you know what I'm saying, sleep on me and devalue me. But I thank you because you always respect me and the calling and then the anointing that God has placed on my life. Um, so I appreciate that so much. And, you know, I'm even Well, they're going to get they do because they, they disrespect you. Don't worry. <laughs> right. I'm going to say, they, look, they're going to no they get what's coming on that end, too. You know, you <laughs> the ones with us that bless you. But you, you show them to go get to see them curses. The ones are the ones that cursed you. You gon' yeah, mm-hmm. Ask me how I know. Okay, he's he's been my avenger. Yes, he is. Uh huh. Watch. Amen. I receive it. I ain't okay. I receive that. There are certain things that the old folks used to say that we don't say no more. Like God is your vindicator. You know what I'm saying? That God is your avenger. So I, I believe that. I believe it by faith. And I'm going to continue to walk in there in this year. And I'm going to try my best to do all that God has called me to do as much as he has called me to do. That's why I got to keep sending out these prophecies real quick. Because <laughs> I, I ain't going to cap. I probably got like, a, probably like 20 more. 10 or, yeah, 10 or 20 more that I got to send out. And people don't know that that actually is a process. Me actually having to prophesy, like pray uh, about each person there, write the prophecy out, and then put it in the email to send it, proofread it, and make sure that they can understand it, because that'd be the hard part, having to proofread the prophecy. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be all that God is calling me to do and work it as much as God has called me to work it. So with that being said, though, I think it's time for us to go ahead and close out. I'm going to go ahead and pray since it is the first episode of the year. And then we're going to go ahead and just dismiss. Amen.
Okay, let's go. Father God, we thank you right now for your word. God, we thank you, oh God, for everything that was spoken into this room. God, we thank you, oh God, for the time, space, and grace that you have given us, oh God, to have valuable, productive conversation. Father, we ask that you will continuously be with us, even as we go throughout our day, throughout our weekend, even as we go throughout the year. God, we ask that you will be in our heart, be in our mind, be in our conversation, oh God. God, let people see you in us, even as we go throughout our day-to-day routines. Father, have your way in our life. Cause all things to continue to work together for our good and let no weapon formed against us be able to prosper and father even as we ask for these things god we thank you right now because we believe by faith that it's already happening we believe by faith that it's already working together for our good so we we give you glory we give you praise and we give you honor and we thank you for allowing us to see a new year and in jesus name amen amen and amen well, all right, y'all. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Pastor Jacob going to get delivered from this superstar sphere in 2024 so he can start coming in in the room on time and we won't miss him. But listen, I'm just teasing, Pastor Jacob. I'm just teasing. But no, we need to pray it on now and it's time for us to go. So I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And I'll see y'all again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye. Bye.